self-interest by any chance? Oh, of course not. <laughs> what do you think of this race, Mark Globe? He he looks pretty good. Is he in the mix for you? He's top pick, Luke. Yeah. I don't know how good he is, but uh, gee whiz, you can't look much better along the way. He did have 51 kilos there at Sandown, but he disposed of Normandy Bridge, who was in good form at the time. He, you know, he knows how good he is. He's come back. He's looked great at the trials. He's looked fantastic in gallops. He's a horse that is just like a greyhound. He just flies the start. So he's got the nine knowledge down inside him, and he's got seven two XL out wide going forward. But he just might be, he just might be in front after two strides, or certainly up controlling the race. And I think Globe could measure up and win to beat thirteen attrition. Attrition ran fifth last time. There was a bunch finished behind Mr. Brightside. I thought he was the best. Of the runs because he had to sit three wide and didn't have the ideal run. So with fitness improvement, I think attrition's a big danger. 15 deny knowledge. If it can begin, if it can hold the top, get its own way, track firming up by race nine, running along has got a chance. And then seven pinstriped, who never runs badly, ran well first up and will be fitter. But I think Globe can take the step. 11, 13, 15 and 7. He's completely untapped, isn't he? We'll learn a bit about him today, but I think we'll learn that he's pretty good. Crossover noseband goes on. Love the way he's trialling. Been really well placed to build his record, but it's time to jump in uh, in the deep end of the pool, and uh, I think he can measure up. Number 11, Globe. He had a 13 attrition. He was terrific in the Lawrence covering ground outside of Mr. Brightside. I think he was probably the best run in the race, and we know that that form's strong following Mr. Brightside's win group one level last week. Through that same race, Pinstripe will be fitter, gets the winkers on him as will Tuvalu, and there might be an opportunity to ride Tuvalu a little bit more positively here. There's good speed in this race, and Tuvalu might get into a sweet spot, probably not too far away from, from Globe and others, somewhere nearer the speed. 11, 13, 7 and 1. Let's get to the last at the Valley, guys. Hells, how's the market shaping up? Uh, it's relatively wide. We've got Hennessy Lad 350 as our favourite. Highland Jack comes out two cents the win. Leaves us with Edison up the top, 34 to 31. Now, Ulysses has been popular, but it hasn't budged from $16. Vardani, 21 to 19. 61 to 51, Carlisle. First Immortal, 850 to 8, but out from $5 on Wednesday. She's fit 12 to 11. 41 thought of that. Ain't no deal done, 11 to 10. Hennessy Lad, 350 favourite. Now, there's been good support here for Russian Ronnie. Now, it opened up at uh, $16 on Wednesday. It's now a $7 chance. Queen Air, $8. Also, real sensations been back. $12 on Wednesday, $7 this morning, and 23 Rambler Rebel. Hennessy Lad landed very good bets when winning last start. It's our favourite at $3.50. Bring us home here, Warren. Good speed in this race. Look through uh, Rambler Rebel and Edison and I thought Ulysses had a terrific chance out to the um, the the sixteen hundred metres with the good tempo. I think probably wrong part of the track last start. Two for me each way. At a six first immortal, he's a promising stayer and he's trolled up nicely with some revigils fitness from a really good campaign last time in work. Edison they got all the favours. A different scenario here, but. He's very competitive this grade and, and gets the claim for Carlene Heffel here to keep him relatively down in the weights. And Real Sensation certainly did enough in a strong form race behind Amenable first up. 2 6 10, 13. All right. Yeah. And oh, yours, sorry, Mark? Luke. Yeah, yours. Yeah, you going to tip number 13, Real Sensation here, who that race, last time seen Amenable, uh, devoted, and Wycliffe come out of it and run really well. And Real Sensation 
she was given no hope at all first up, was sent forward wide a long way out, did a good job to finish eighth. I think if it's recovered from that run, it gets 51 and a half after the claim, races well at the valley. I'm pretty keen each way it to beat six first mortal. 2,000 metre horse coming back from a spell, going to be back in the pack, will be running on strongly. Nine ain't no deal done. Got a zero next to its name, but it's the, out of that same amenable form race and wasn't hopeless. And then 10 Hennessy Lad, who had every conceivable chance to win a weaker race last time. It's in the mix, but this is harder. 13, 6, 9 and 10. Beautiful, Mark. What's your best for the Valley today? We'll go to the best race one, number seven, Autumn Angel, and the Valley race 10, number 13, Real Sensation, and pretty uh, nondescript meeting up at Horsham. So low confidence up there, Luke. We'll go race five, number one, San Marino. Appreciate your time as always, Mark. Thank you. Have a great day, mate. Uh, Mark Hunter there. That's uh, his thoughts. And uh, Warren Huntley, what are you doing at the Valley? Race six, number one, Charmstone made my best, Luke. I also think race eight, number one, Giga Cook will win at a shorter quote value for me. Race 10, number two, Ulysses. Champion. Have a great day, Warren. Thanks, Luke. There's Warren Huntley. Hurls, market information for the Valley. Yeah, recommendation is the best back runner on the card at $1.70. Uh, very popular also, as you can imagine, is Giga Kick. Jockey's challenge today, pretty wide open, $4. Any other jockey option is the favoured way. Blake Shin at $4.20. $6.50 for Carleen Heffel and Jamie Carr. $7 Mark Zara. $8 Craig Williamson. We've got John Allen, 13 And Jordan Childs also at 13 Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Dooman today. Races 1 to 6 using your tab account of your horse on second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first uh, fixed odds win bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, Hells. Chat to you at about 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates. Sounds good, buddy. Looking forward to the show. We'll take a break on Sky Sports Radio. This is Racing HQ, Doombin and Kembla Grange. Previews coming up next. Winter is over and spring racing is heating up across the Sunshine State. Queensland will be racing, pacing and chasing for pink this September with the return of Sky Racing Pink Ribbon Race Week. The Pink Field Week is bigger with great racing and fundraising to be held at the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast and Albion Park Brazen Harness. Each code will host its own Pink Ribbon Race feature, raising vital funds in the fight against breast cancer. Don't miss the action as our industry supports the National Breast Cancer Foundation. For more details, check out racingqueensland.com.au. Nova Employment has been matching businesses to staff with ability for over 30 years and has an unbeatable track record of success. My name is Samuel. I'm the club manager of Crunch Fitness in Rockdale. Hiring a worker with disability, it's so rewarding. I find it really easy. Toby follows instructions really well um, and he really grows into the role. Recruiting? Choose Nova Employment, the premier disability employment service. Visit novaemployment.com.au. Government incentives may be available. Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much. 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yearling sales or with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. It's Cheval Grand. Cheval Grand goes on and wins the 
Japan Cup. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Let's have a look at Doombin today, nine race program. Bernadette Cooper's done the form. Good morning, Bernie. Yeah, good morning, Luke. It is the country music race day here today, so expecting lots of big hats and cowboy boots, line dancing, it's all going on, and the weather is just sensational. We're on a good four, the rail out two and a half, and the Broncos won last night. What could be better? Exactly, Bernie. How good were they last <laughs> night? Dominant <laughs> performance off to a prelim final in two weeks. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm, certainly is. Race one at Doombin today, Phillies and Mares Class 3, 1,200 metres, number eight, Outlawed. Flying this preparation, $2.50, 16 Tiger Shark, $3, and the rest are 13 or longer. Yeah, well, you're either in Outlawed's corner or Tiger Shark's corner. They're both great little fillies or um, Outlawed and Mare now. She's four, and Rob Heathcote done just a superb job with her. She was a dominant winner, almost three lengths in a Class 1 last start. Um, and then there's Tiger Shark, who's this sort of up-and-coming three-year-old that we're all a bit excited about. And I thought she might have needed one more run to go to 1,200, but uh, not only did she go to 1,200, but she, she bolted in last start as well, um, beating, um, beating Deep Respect, who's a, a short-price favourite here today. So uh, I'm in the Tiger Shark corner from Barrier 1. I just think she can control this race from the front. Um, the danger, obviously, is the favourite outlawed. And then for the back markers, I'm going the way of Shape and Power and uh, Iron Grace. So that'll be 16, 8, 14 and 12. Race number two, and this over 2,200 metres, Benchmark 90, number six, Galifianakis, 210, four, Nickow Spur, 360 and 550, number one for Bart, Bartholomew Dias. Yeah, well, I think, you know, Nick Alsberg, Galifianakis and Linthorpe Lad are the three here in this big six-horse field. Um, and he's got the best form, Galifianakis, the favourite, over 2,200 metres, and he gets this sort of glorious drop in the handicaps, doesn't he, um, to 52.5 kilos. He can do it from the front, he can do it from the back, he can do it from the middle. He's pretty versatile. And he's just in terrific form at the moment. So Galifianakis on top. Just at the weight, I'm going to put Linthorpe Lad narrowly ahead of Nick Alsberg. The question with both of those two horses is how strong they're going to be at the end of 2,200 metres. Nick Alsberg would appear that it's not going to be a problem, but you never know till you see it. Um, and Bartholomew Dias, Dias. So six, two, four, one. Race three for Sky Racing. Benchmark 70 over the mile. Number 11, Dark Harmony, 350 favourite here, Bernie. Yeah, a um, few scratchings in this race, which I think will help um, Ancient Egypt. Dark Harmony's been doing a nice job on the speed, and I do hope this sort of good tempo still will come from this race. But Ancient Egypt, I just think he's going to step it to another level. Um, to be honest, most of this form in, in this kind of race is more slightly like a midweek than a Saturday grade race. So that's why I'm liking this provincial form. Well, he had a run in the city two starts ago, but he was a winner at the Sunshine Coast last time out. Well, up to 2,000. The mile's great here, as it was last start. Uh, just need luck, a little bit of luck. It comes 
jumps out of barrier 10 here from the mile. So, um, you know, depending on where they want to be on this horse, he actually wasn't that far away in the 1350, but that was fresh up from the spell. Um, that was his first run here. He was actually sort of running fifth or sixth midfield, slightly closer probably. The other day he was quite a long way back in that mile. So it just depends on, I guess, the tempo of this race, but I think he's going great gun. So I'm with him over the favourite Dark Harmony, six shoes of firecracker and three smites eight, eleven, six, three. That's uh, Bernadette Cooper's thoughts there on the third race at Durban. Race four, class six mile, and favourite here is number three, Bullfinch. Um, it's been a while since he's won a race, Bullfinch. He was close last start, but Irish Song's got him. Be Water My Friend, 440, and Ten Regal Palm at 440 as well. Today's the day. Break out the balloons and streamers. It's going to be Happy a birthday, birthday. <laughs> for Bullfinch. <laughs> We're going to have a party. Uh, I love the seven-day backup. He's really, really deep into his campaign. And when these geldings are deep into the campaign, they're fit and they had that short seven-day backup, they generally just, you know, fluff with them all week and they just they come to the race as sort of jumping out of their skin. So I'm hoping that's what we're going to see with him here today. And I think, you know, if you reverse the runs of him and Irish Song's last start, it would have, made, it would have been very, very close, this horse. Just lost a little bit of ground on the turn. Uh, his stable mate's the biggest danger. Shibley sprinted really well without any luck first up. Be Water My Friend, Next Best, and Betcha the Crown. His form, it, it, you know, reads last, last start and fifth of nine prior to that. But keep in mind, this is a horse that they chose to ride back in very, very slowly run races, and it was a train wreck on both occasions. So draws well, low weight, probably... I don't know. He could. He could even lead. Like I don't. I don't know. You're going to see a probably a, a different run today. So three, five, two, nine. Race number five at Doomben looks this way. No Metropolitan Win race, and Cronenberg. Uh, or Cronenborg is the four dollar favourite. Five roll up at four forty and sixteen preach, four sixty. Now, kind of swap. I was in the Isis Carmella camp. I still think she's a nice play each way. Um, 1300 the further she's won over so is that is that extra 50 metres gosh by the way that she won the Cleveland Bay in Townsville you wouldn't think so um, just safety measures I kind of bounced back to Cronenborg this morning so he's on top we haven't seen him since the end of July so he's had a few weeks fresh up which isn't a bad thing but what you look what you like about this horse is that every time Tony's raised by he keeps stepping up so he's a mature sort of five year old this has been his best prep to date obviously won three in the row, so he's looking at that picket fence here today. Got a nice way. I'm not too perturbed about his barrier because he likes to slide forward and we've got half a mile back straight to do that in here. So um, I will leave him on top. Isis Carmella, the value, I think, in the race each way. Um, definitely roll up. He's stepping out in trip today to 1350. Uh, and 10 mobster, uh, best of the rest. So 3-1, 5-10. 31510 there in race number five. Race six, 13.50, three-year-old open. Number four, Deep Respect at $2.40. Three, Spin Doctor, 3.80. One in evidence at $7. He's a really nice horse, his favourite. So we are banking on him being able to stretch out to 13.50. He was very green on debut and still managed a super impressive win. And then he was beaten by Tiger Shark here. And obviously, I was keen on Tiger Shark earlier. So I think they're the right form lines. Um, I just I just don't want to see him busy up the front end in the early stages of this race. He seems a, a pretty 
talented and cool horse and he's still learning his craft, but this race is going to have enough speed on for him. So hopefully he's just sort of two, three pairs back, just minding his own time. I think you'll see the best of this horse inside that last furlong. Uh, Dangers are definitely Spin Doctor. He chased him home the other day. There's probably not much splitting those two horses. In evidence, one over 13.50, but a weaker race last time out. But there's no knock on him. He's won four of nine. And Glass of Rosé is the smoky for that race. Um, she actually wasn't far off Tiger Shark Deep Respect and Spin Doctor last time out and did sort of go via the outside on the point of the turn. So she lost a couple of lengths there. So she's the double figure one, you know, that given a good ride, could figure in your finish here. Uh, four, three, one and seven. Race number seven, and this is over the mile, the Doombin Mile, and number 10 title, Creek 420, six hot spring gold, 550, two hail Manhattan, 650. Yeah, I like how Manhattan today, um, you know, he's been a, a, a stakes winner in the past. Um, he's third up from a spell. I would have preferred a slightly better draw, although what does he come in? comes in two, two, so he's going to come out of eight now. Uh, but please run the Cosshub Cup was just a tick-off run to be winning a nice little race here in the city. So we saw him win a similar race to this. Last preparation. In fact, he's won a couple of them at the Sunshine Coast. So, third up, I think you're going to see a great-looking fit horse in the yard and be ready to win. So, two to beat four. Bolente is just the winner. He's won 16 races and was very good winning here last time out. Ten title Creek. He's up in grade a bit today, but sports good. Uh, Doombin record as well. And Redway, best of the rest, 2 4 10, 11. 2-4-10-11, race number eight, benchmark 75, and number nine, La Melody, is the 3.70 favourite. Uh, where does she fit in for you here? Oh, she's hard to beat, isn't she? I mean, the vodka martini four lines are terrific. However, I've just been waiting for this horse to draw a barrier, Michelle, um, and draws one today. I thought he probably... Well, you can make it excuse, is it? You know, he's a little horse that's a back marker that had big weight last time out and probably almost still should have won the race. He had to give ground from the start, whereas he won't today. So not that he's going to be in your leading bunch, but you might see him a pair or two closer today from that inside draw. So I'm sticking with him. The melody, definitely the danger. They slipped home in 33.01 and she probably took a little bit of ground off Bob for Martini last time out. So, yes, definitely. Uh, five of morals, just low-flying at the moment. But I could make a case, had Michelle had the same run he had last start, he would have beaten him. Uh, and Tellwell's always a risk. Um, doesn't win too often, but great for your top four. So, 12, 9, 5, 14. Race nine, the last. And it's over 1,110 metres as well. Ten situation room, 3.30. One Orbison at 5.50. $7, number 14, destination. Lots of speed here, isn't there? Orbison's Space Boys, Situation Room, probably even a couple of others. Um, I am with Situation Room because when he raced first up and he was beaten by Orbison, you sort of looked at that run, you thought, I want to be on this horse next time. They were both bustling for the lead and obviously Orbison drew underneath him so he's able to monopolise on that and, and hold this horse out. Somebody had to take a sit and naturally... Uh, the horse on the outside, you know, surrendered eventually. And that, that handed it, not handed it, but that gave Orbison the opportunity.
opportunity to control. This horse draws under the Steve Today situation, Drew, uh, under Orbison, under Space Boy. There was one other horse, I thought, down the bottom. Uh, you'll be missed, perhaps, that could want to lead as well. But I think he's going to have the, the tempo to beat them off at the pass and hold on to the leading spot. We've seen him do that twice, last preparation. You know, bur- really burn the candle at both ends. So... I'm sticking with him. I think Stuttering's the the swooper here. And obviously, Augustine's space boy, but how much work are they going to do sitting outside this leader? Trust me, if they actually do lead him, they will be going too fast. So 10, 3, 1 and 2. You got a best today? Yes. I like race 3, number 8, Ancient Egypt. Race 4, number 3, Bullfinch. Have a great day, Bernie. See you, Bernadette Cooper there looking at Doombin for us shortly. We'll preview Kemble Grange. Sydney springs to life for the exceptional Everest Carnival. Be trackside for world-class racing featuring the new seven stakes plus the shorts and T-Rose stakes. And don't miss a live performance from Hot Dub Time Machine. Sydney Surf to Turf, September 16 at Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. On races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab, we're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Would you like to work for Nova Employment? If you want to make a positive difference in the lives of people with a disability, Nova Employment would like to hear from you. Nova Employment is a fast-paced, vibrant workplace with great rewards for excellent performance and success. A variety of exciting, fulfilling roles are now available depending upon location. If you're looking for stable employment and want to work for an innovative disability employment provider, visit novaemployment.com.au. 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yearling sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Just a text here about the radio signal in Batemans Bay on uh, 96.3 FM. Just an issue with that. Uh, thanks to Stephen for that one. We've let the text know and they are on it. So uh, hopefully that will resume service shortly. You can listen to us on your tab app. If uh, you aren't getting any radio signal wherever you are around the world, tab.com.au browser or on your tab app, Sky Sports Radio, you can listen on there as well. Let's get now to Wayne Harris for his thoughts on the Kembla Grange meeting. Good morning to you, Wayne. Good morning, Luke. Good morning to all. Mate, we were, uh, had a bit of, uh, soft five up until sort of uh, the last night of this morning. A little bit of natural juice in the track, which I'm a little bit of a fan of. But as you know, it can get a little bit windy down here and we've mm. gone to the good four now. So eight races and uh, not huge fields because we've got races again here on Thursday that 
as usual, we've got some very, very nice maidens and progressive horses going through. Absolutely, Wayne. Let's kick off with race one, maiden over the 1,000 metres, and only one of these has raced. Uh, number six, Unstoppable, on debut, 260. Eight, Miss Bales, 270. Number 11, Without at five. I've gone pretty well the same way there. Good stables, well-bred horses. Uh, the Wallow runner here, Unstoppable, first starter. Russian Revolution out of an Iron Invincible mare. Uh, they're starting to come around there as broodmares now, mm. and uh, we'll know where to stay in here. Now, this horse has looked good at the trials. Three trials and two preps. His trials this prep were very, very good. Third, and then he won a Warwick Farm trial, although on a synthetic track, but he's never extended any of his trials there. So mid-draw, I think it would be hard to beat. Now, Team Snowden have got the two. He missed Bales, first starter. Uh, she's really by Exceed and Excel. Nice draw. Uh, trials have been very good. I like the way she just gave a little bit of a wake-up last start there, and she, she rounded them up and uh, went to the post hard-held. Uh, stable mate, Levin, without... It's a not single doubt filly, and uh, her trials have been quite good too. She looks pretty speedy. She might give them something to chase there from an inside draw. And uh, Bryce Hayes is May Larder, caught by Ritten Tycan. He looked right at the trials too, hasn't really been shown up. Six, eight, eleven, five for me, Luke. Race two, 1,400 metres, four-year-old and up maiden. Number three, Hell Better, 260. Number two, Barbarama at $6 and seven or longer the others, headed by five to Bob Rob. Yeah, not the strongest maiden you'd ever find. I've got numbers three, seven, nine, and two. Hell better run a terrific race here the other day. There's three of these went around the same race. Hell better ran third in the race. It was a big run. They're resuming. Uh, was wide, but just kept coming to the line too. So uh, Sam Kavanagh coming down from Newcastle. Alicia Collett rides there from a good draw. Lots to like about it. I thought number seven, uh, Paul Murray's Diamond Flyer. Made up good ground and was doing his best work late first up there at Maruya. It's had a bit of uh, experience on these. Only placed three out of its 12, but its first up run there tells you that uh, it might just run well here. Of the others, nine, Railery. It's uh, first. It doesn't have a real lot of form to uh, go on here, but it did race up on the speed, got tired from the 200 in a pretty strong maiden at Newcastle last start. It'll improve. And Barbarama ran a very good fourth here in that same race, decisive last race here at 100 to 1 the other day. A lead and just got tied late. Uh, trials were just ordinary before that, but its run was terrific, so got us right in the numbers. 3792. Race 3, Kembler, Maiden Mile, number 6, Autono, tooth, uh, in fact, it's 390. Number 5, Talento, 420. 3, Harper's Siren, 460. 550, number 9, Tokyo Run, and 8, Impunity at 6. I've gone a bit of value here. Eight, six, five, and three. I've gone with impunity from John Thompson camp. It's a Dundeal uh, Colt uh, race in the Arrowfield Colours. Only had the two runs. Look, he went a bit unnoticed, I thought, here in the Kembla race. Pretty strong maiden, still blaze runner. And there wasn't much between the place getters there. It was back last, but I like the way he only warmed up late there, being a Dundeal. He um, he goes to 1,600 metres. That was a 14 the other day. So they've been pretty patient with this bloke. He's a three-year-old, as I say, done deal. I just sort of did a value. I might go that way. Uh, Autonmo, he's uh, Richard Litt's horse. His two runs, or well, most of his runs have been in, in town races and uh, back to provincial grade here. And he's dead set looking for the 600 metres. Went around behind Seard, Wolf last start. And his two runs this time, I mean, he's got way too far back. So easier grade here. He's going to be very hard to beat. Paul Murray's Talento. 
I think uh, he's not in on the door. His nose out. It was a huge run at Wagga last start. And the other one I was throwing in is number three, Harper's Siren. Just mixed the runs a little bit. But uh, on her best run, she's a chance in the race. 8653. 8653 there. We move to race number four, 1600, benchmark 64. One, come on, mate. $3.60, four Verbeck, three eighty, and two Desi Emperor at four sixty. I've gone one, two, four, and six. No, he doesn't win out of turn, number four Verbeck. But he's been pretty consistent. I think he's been placed three of his past five starts. And a couple of these went around the same race behind a Jeter here last start. And he's only beaten a length there. And uh, I reckon he's just been trying really, really hard. He's found a race that could probably be hard to beat. Now, come on, mate. He's ultra consistent. And he's been really hanging tough in his races. It's the first time at 1,600 metres, but he's running the 1,400 metres out really fighting hard there. So uh, Ross McConnell's decided to run him in this. He was in two races. Uh, Desi Emperor, first up run was quite good. Uh, goes to the 1,600. He'll be fitter for that first up run. And I thought number six. Uh, uh, where did I go here yet? Uh, number six, Finfix. Yes, yeah, she went around the same race as uh, Verbeck the other day. And, as you know, she just gets out of the race and uh, she only started to warm up late and she didn't get all that far in the end. But gee, she can be hard to catch. I'll have to go and down and have a little chat to her. Four, one, two, and six. Race five, class one, 1,400 metres. Four, Ravello resuming, 290. Three, built, $3.10. Number two, Bobby Shiraz at four. Winner looks in those three. I've gone this way, three, four, two, seven. I thought, like the way that built has come back, uh, he's... Um, he's got blinkers on this prep. His two trials have been terrific. He had plenty to give in in both those trials. He did win one of them, third and the other. And his win was on the synthetic track and he didn't beat much there, but gee, he was going half pace there. He might just come back all right. This prep, Barry one and the blinkers on. Lee McGorry and the ride for Walla. Uh, got it on top. I thought Ravello is another horse with a bit of ability. John O'Shea's Alicia Rice from a good draw. Uh, one around with trial them at third in its most recent. And they've been very, very good trials. He's only very lightly raced. Uh, I, I think one of them two will win the race. Hard to get a guide on number two, Bobby Shiraz, the Baker runner. He won at Eagle Farm back in March. Uh, he resumes here with the blinkers on. And he's been unplaced in two trials, but they've ridden him back in both those trials, so I reckon he'll wake up today with a smaller field and be there. I just don't know uh, his ability. haven't seen him enough. The seven tabs, I thought, was the best of the rest. Three, four, two, seven. Three, four, two, seven there. Race six, 1,200-metre maiden. Two rhythm of love, $1.85. Five starboard, $4. And four Kate Byron at eight. Yeah, I made her one of my best. Uh, with the others coming out, I didn't realise she's going to be so short, but really does, uh, he does really look like he'll break through today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Two, five, four and 11 for me with them. I love another good O'Shea runner here. Young Molly Burke. A couple of these girls now with the uh, claim, they're very, very good value at the moment and uh, young Molly rides well. Bit of notice with uh, uh, he's had race experience this bloke where a few of the others, the other ones that are in the market having their first uh, start. Now he's gone around a much stronger city races here and he has been placed here at Kembla on debut. So I just think, uh, judging his trials, he did win his most recent one. He's looked good in both his trials. So I think he wins the race with that race experience. Number five, Starboard, Richard Moore Freeman's first starter here. Uh, his trials have been quite good. Uh, his trial with them blinkers on. And uh, the record's going to run very well here. Of the others, another first starter from the Ma Eustace camp, number four, Kate Byron. He's another one first starter carrying the blinkers. And he's had handy and held his ground pretty well in his two trials. And they've been bringing horses down here and uh, striking while the iron's hot a little bit. Uh, that's stable. 
And I was trying to say, is Lon Rose Queen in? Her run was better than it looked on paper here on debut. She could be in a brew with the blinkers at it. Uh, she did race in restricted room the other day on debut. Two five. Race 7, Phillies and Mares, benchmark 64. Good race this, number 10 right this way, 210 favourite. This is a really nice race here. I'm a bit of a fan of right this way. I've gone 10, 7, 2 and 5. She did everything right on debut here and went down fighting, beaten by uh, more experienced, probably fitter horse on the day. Then the other day, I just found she was uh, a little bit off there, but she got on the wrong leg. And as I always quite often say, horses can go on the wrong leg around the turn here and take a little while to sort of get right. Now, Tegan sort of uh, just sat up and, and balanced her up. And I'll tell you what, she sprouted wings when she got balanced. And uh, I think she's got a little bit of a filly just written tycoon filly from the Michael Friedman camp. But I think she'll get a fight for a couple of here. John O'Shea resumes here with uh, good banter. Win of a maiden before going for a break. And geez, I've liked her trials leading into this. She could be the... Uh, Stumbling block for my top tip. Then you've got Divine Glory, uh, one from the Snowden camp. She, just, she was a smart two-year-old. She was placed in the gym crack on Daboo. I went around, wasn't beaten far in races like the Widden and uh, turned out after the sweet embrace. She's been given a quite trial and a trial. So just watch the market with her. And the other one I'm throwing in is number uh, five, Pink Cashmere. She'd be near a peak uh, after them two runs back from a break and she's been finally aligned very, very strongly and gets a 1,200, which will suit 10, 7, 2 and 5 in a very nice race, Luke. Last event, race 8. What are you tipping here, mate? Uh, $4 the field. Yeah, I've gone 4, 1, 5 and 8. A couple of scratchings have just uh, sorted out a bit. Cable tie. I've always sort of liked this horse a little bit. And he, he's taken a while to sort of win his second race. But he did win it at Bathurst. Now he had to go up to the country to do it. But he carried a big weight there. And he was just far too good from there in country class. I got a little bit of confidence out of that. So I'm going to go with him to beat number one cool lad who's a very, very consistent galloper. Uh, good winner at Gosford last start. One of actually two of his past four starts. And you know he's always going to be around the uh, lead and not, not too far away. Of the others, the forerunner coming off good third at, uh, on the Kenzo, hit the front and held his ground quite gamely, I thought, the other day. Dean Murphan doesn't bring his horses over this way too often, so a big watch on it. And I'll throw number eight, Headstock, in. He's just run into form a little bit, and he did a good job here the other day, and he could probably do the same again. So for me, the last four, one, five and eight. What's the best today, Wayne? Hey, we've got to take short odds. I was like a few of them here today, but I thought you... Uh, Race six, number two, Rhythm of Love. I thought he could nearly get home. And I thought race seven, number 10, right this way. Bit of a time for her, but she does strike a couple there that could be hard to beat. But the race six, two, and race seven, ten. Have a good day, mate. Thanks, mate. Good luck to everyone. There's Wayne Harris with his thoughts on the Kembla Grange. Uh, meeting today. Other side, the crew will assemble. The crew will assemble for behind the gates. Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Andrew Hurley, and your texts on 0419-767-272. Start sending them in, and we'll uh, look forward to getting those to air and talking about Rose Hill on the show next, and we'll also do our early crow this week. In a moment, the traffic. A wise woman once said, I can resist everything. Except temptation. When you're tempted to try a bottle of Windy Peak wine, don't resist. This is a wine for all occasions by De Bortoli. Here's Bunnings the traffic. can help you unleash your garden's potential with a wide range of watering and garden care products. Shop great value on hoses, sprinklers, mulch and more. Online or at your local Bunnings. In Sydney at Mossman Spit Road near Ida Avenue, heavy southbound due to a two-car crash. Parramatta Roadworks are closing MacArthur Street both ways between George Street and New Zealand Street. Brisbane at Runcorn lights are on the Affecting always on Beanley Road near Warrigal Road. 
Also, kippering lights are on the flash, affecting always on Anzac Avenue at Hercules Road. The King Art of Living Sale ends Sunday. Save up to 50% on selected award-winning indoor and outdoor furniture. Sale ends Sunday. Visit your nearest King Living showroom today. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much. At TAB, we're on for Saturday racing. On races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a fixed odds win bet with the TAB app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. TAB. We're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Experience a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities, Hong Kong, with the Big Sports Breakfast team. Leaving December 5, you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge. Plus head to Sha Tin for the four Group 1s and the World Turf Championships. And when you're not at the race course, you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax. Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong. Myself, Dave Stanley and Laurie Daly. For more information, go to ambassadortravel.com.au. Hey, tradies, is the stress of running a trade business doing... Andy and Angela, why do you use radio advertising to promote the Lifestyle Tradie podcast? The podcast and the membership is actually geared towards tradies. And radio reaches them throughout the day in their cars and on site. I notice you DIY the ads yourself. (laughs) I know I've got a Yobbo voice, but it works well for us. Fancy having your own breakfast show? (laughs) Well, I am an early riser. Discover the unlimited ways to reach your audience at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. A word or two on the big sports breakfast weekend. Rugby league. Brilliant. Tough. Really impressive. Richard Lamore. Great journey. Unbelievable. Well, right. Informative show. You've learned a lesson. The final say. It's a good moment. What a cracker. Really impressed. Very, very lucky. Massive issue. Mate, you shouldn't have done it. The pressure I put on myself. Grand final. Blockbuster. Just amazing. I'm really grateful. Cheers, yeah, Ellie. I'm not happy to seem to be. It's great to be on your program. Always good to jump on the show. Big Sports Breakfast Weekend every Sunday morning on Radio Tab and Sky Sports Radio. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Welcome back. It is Sky Sports Radio. This is Racing HQ. It is now time for Behind the Gates. Have we got the intro, Steve? He's in there. He's going to find it. I've got him Got him doing a million jobs in there because I'm just very difficult to work with. But guess what it's time for, punters? Stand by for a start. Behind the Gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome back for another week behind the gates. Looking forward to taking some of your text messages and reading them out on the show today. Flick them through now if you've got anything on your mind. You want to talk about Rose Hill? You want to pot me for, yeah, I know, I know. 
I did it again last week. I let the multi down. I'm pretty upset over it. I've got to be honest, guys. I really am sorry. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I'm going for an easy kill this week. That a little bit later. We'll release the multi. We'll also do our early crows for Rose Hill today. We'll have an opinion on the program and try and forecast something that's going to happen today. And we'll see how we went last week as well with our early crows. I think the form dropped off a bit last week just quietly. But we'll wait and see. Let's introduce the panel. Darren Flindell, welcome back to Behind the Gates, DF. Yes, thank you very much, Luke, and uh, hopefully you will lift today. Uh, we know your pick. I think you you should be pretty damn safe. I still wish uh, she ran last Saturday in the Concord. Uh, the more I watched that race, I thought <laughs> she would have been beating them. Anyhow, we'll see today in the in the Shiraka, and of course I refer to Zapateo. Yeah, exactly, little tease there from Darren. That's going to be one leg this week. It'll be mine. I mean, <laughs> dead set. I said yesterday on the punters panel, Darren, if he doesn't run top four old nudie run around Randwick. Randwick? Oh, what, the the district or the racetrack? The racetrack. <laughs> Biggest <laughs> circumference in Rose Hill, so... But this isn't one of those things like when Gary Harley would say, oh, uh, this doesn't run a place, I'll walk home and yeah. then, Gav, what time are we leaving? <laughs> <laughs> well, I may renege. It may not be the best choice for my career if I do something like that, uh, particularly with all the mobile phones around. I might be in a bit of trouble, Hurls. Mm. As I say, good morning to you, Andrew Hurley. Good morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. just looking at some figures. Tell you what, this is a strong betting program. Uh, beautiful morning again in Sydney town. Caught <laughs> a bit of rain yesterday, but um, yeah, it looks like we're going to race on a dry track and hopefully a, uh, a fair track as well. Text here, we can't have four easy kills. Punters want some value, lads. Well, little tease for that listener. I think you'll be happy with the price this week. It's not short. It's not super short. Uh, so keep the uh, radio dialed in to Sky Sports Radio. We made him wait last week and he had a big sook, so we better say good morning to Brad Davidson. G'day, Davo. Well, you make me wait again. Last introduction, you know. <laughs> uh, g'day, guys. Yeah, looking forward to today. Um, should be a terrific race day. Uh, not getting any easier, though, are they? Um, no. I must admit, uh, I thought uh, by now we'd have a bit more, I would guess, uh, a bit of a, a base to work with, but we're still getting a lot of these horses coming back and a lot of questions. I suppose that's every week. But, um, yes, uh, not an easy betting card, but we'll, we'll do our best to, to find a few winners and uh, hopefully finish in front for the day. How's the week been, Davo? What have you been up to? Yeah, not too bad. Um, just been chipping away. Had a bit of luck at Warnable on Monday with a few bets there and uh, had no luck with one at Tunkurry yesterday. Um, that was a biased track, Davo. Biased Probably track. found the only Aaron Bullock bad ride of the year. Um, <laughs> so... The way it goes sometimes. The horse has settled second. Um, further he settled back in five starts, his prep was second, and he was ninth at Dunkari. Uh, I threw him a ticket away at, the, at about the 600. So, yeah. anyway, that's the way it goes, unfortunately. Yeah, it was a mad leaders track there yesterday, Darren. I was keeping an eye on things at Dunkari. Yeah, I was more focused on the other meeting uh, down at Goulburn on uh, Thursday. I made the decision in the big super maiden they had down there that I thought Donetsu was a good chance at $7.50. So I started loading up uh, all multis into things that I like today. Anyhow, there was dead set uh, 11 scratchings in the morning, so I filled a four to run for that $50,000 race. Then there was a late scratching, so all of a sudden uh, this Donetsu goes out at $1.35 and I'm looking at all the deductions thinking I'm almost going to owe the tap money even if this wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> in a three-horse field it got beat. <laughs> and not just that, Darren. A clean muster. Third of three, I think you'll find, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, the, boy, that hurt. <laughs> Gee, you run good, Darren. Gee, you run good. <laughs> Hells, how's your week been? Darren's has been pretty flat by the sound of things. Pretty good, fairly uneventful. I got into the water on Tuesday. It still hasn't warmed up, I can tell you that for nothing. Um, and then what about the... I don't know where you were during the week. Was it Thursday? The smoke haze? They're doing, obviously, backburning, which they need to do, but there wasn't a breath of wind. And, uh, gee, I tell you what, I had to, all the doors closed and everything. Um, but, yeah, that's about the tail of the tape, mate. As I said to you last night, I thought the Broncos were superb last oh. night, and they're going to give Penrith a real run for their money. I can't see oh, yes. anyone outside of those two, but um, just the sleight of hand and the speed of uh, of Reese Walsh. He's, uh, he's a special player, and you've got the old maestro um, just pulling the strings there. Oh, yeah. And that's, of course, Adam Reynolds. But, um, yeah, uh, good week, mate. It's always a good time of the year with all the good racing and the footy finals and what have you. Well said, buddy. Uh, thanks to Tommy on the text line a bit earlier. This hasn't gone unnoticed, Tommy. Uh, Marlo, I have faith, brother. Our mighty Broncos broke the hoodoo last night, and surely you can break the multi-hoodoo today, being a Broncos fan. I'm hoping, Tommy, that I can. Davo, what am I going to get as far as this Rose Hill track today? Rail, true, good four. How do you think it might play? Yeah, pretty fair. I think, um, yeah, generally a, a very fair track. A couple of meals yesterday just helped just, just take that, uh, you know, means it shouldn't be a good three anyway. So, uh, not looking forward to, I think, Rail True is generally the, the fairest spot there. So, running line, maybe edging off a little bit, but on speed's never a disadvantage there. So, I'm, I'm not thinking uh, any, any sort of pattern today. Probably a little fairer now with that little bit of rain that they had yesterday. It probably wasn't a, a big deal as it turned out. Before the rain hit, the penetrometer reading was 4.8, so it was actually a good three. Um, and it's gone up a 4.96 this morning on what's a very dry day. Not much wind either, so... Um, I still, I hate backing back markers here at Rose Hill from bad gates. Those that I know are going to be back and probably have to loop the field and come down the outside. It's not an easy task and uh, I always try to avoid those at Rose Hill and, and generally I've done the same again today. Mm. Let's get straight to the group races, guys, and I'll start with this text. Uh, Hi, gents. Does Libertad go four in a row? I know Cylinder is very good. But is it the Rose Hill track that possibly gets Libertad beaten? Surely they are the two to beat. That is in regards to the run to the Rose. Darren, I'll give you first bite of the cherry here. Race 8 at Rose Hill. That listener thinking Cylinder and Libertad fight this out. What's your view? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, just the two of them are fighting it out. Yeah, no knock on Libertad whatsoever. Uh, was very well ridden by Chad Schofield to win made light work of the outside draw last time to get in and be fourth, one out, one back on settling. Chad Schofield will have plenty of options there from the three. As far as Cylinder's concerned, I guess it's it's interesting the remarks of, of James Cummings suggesting that he was what, fat as a pig in mud. Oh, he did, was, did, he, did he say that, Darren? That was the, that was the quote. Hap, oh, sorry, fat as a... 
pig in mud. I thought it was happy as a pig in mud. <laughs> but it, it did make it. me think a little bit if he's if he's just yeah. described him as fat and he still found a way to win uh, first up at Caulfield and what's just a lead-up race uh, there. There's obviously going to be a lot of improvement in him today, but as you know, I don't like backing short-price favourites, so I was just looking at the other angle here, and the main one I'm looking at is Butch Cassidy, uh, number seven. I think this will be in the top three in the run. Uh, checkered passage first up in the San Domenico, but found the line really well when clear. And uh, I'm not sure uh, who's going to lead you. I thought Butch Cassidy actually jumped really well in the San Domenico, but that was that race where there was the fast horses and they really pushed forward and he, he just drifted back a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, holds the front. If the race was at Randwick today and not Rose Hill... I would have put Nadal on top, uh, mm -hmm. number 10. I think this is a good horse, this extravagant cult. His figures on the Kenzo track were terrific in the maiden. Uh, they, they certainly didn't rush him to the track. They nominated him... Uh, for three meetings prior, accepted, and then scratched at 7.29 in the morning on each occasion, and they pulled the pin that day at Kenzo, and he was oh, a brilliant winner there. Gee, that just stirs you up, doesn't it? You really make a point of mentioning those 7.29 scratchings. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this, this one hurt in particular yes. because I was, I was doing early shopping, three meetings in a row on Nadal because I thought he goes all right, and then... When he did run at Kenzo, I, I missed the boat completely and sort of came in halfway through the harbour. And uh, But just watching him and just think about all, all those um, succulent prices that were snapped up at those oh. previous meetings. But... Uh, he doesn't seem to have much speed. Uh, that's why I, I put him down as the fourth pick in this race today. But I think he's a good horse and he'll run well. The world waits with bated breath to hear what Brad Davidson's going to say about Cylinder. Oh, well, he was disappointing first up, wasn't he? Um, I know we got the job done, but he was flat for mine. Um, and off, you know, some really nice trials prior to that. So I think that's the question you've got to... You've got to ask yourself, and you'll either take one side of the coin or the other. Is that him? Has he not improved as a as a three-year-old and have the rest caught up, or did he just not handle Caulfield and was he underdone? And can you just say, well, his trials were super prior to that, and he's just going to bounce back and beat these easily? Um, I'm probably I'm going to give him another chance. I just think he's got too good of a map here. I thought he'd just lob in front, to be honest, and control the race out in front and. Um, and be awfully hard to run down. I think he's the one up and going where, you know, you, you Don Corleone, when I first looked at him, I wanted to be with him, but I think he's just got the feel of 1,400 written all over him here. And Livertad, well, he's unbeaten, so he's hard to knock, but I just look at that that lead-in race there, and I think, well, you know, Moravia has gone close off a 900-metre Newcastle win, and just not sure it's as, as strong as... as as everyone's sort of making it out to be. So um, I'm, I'm happy to, to give Cylinder another chance. And outside of that, I, I think Don's the one that will be will be the flashing light, the one we might be talking about from a 1,400, 1,600 perspective after today. Hells, mm. what's the market saying? Well, uh, they're, they're still with Cylinder. I'll tell you what, I couldn't be at 210 particularly. Uh, opened up at $2 this morning. We've got on the second line now, uh, Libertad's been back, 460 into 420. There was early support Wednesday for Don Corleone, uh, $11, but it's now 750 to 850 today. Butch Cassidy's $12 into $11. I cannot believe that they are 
offering double figure odds Butch Cassidy. On this stage, I thought, ah, oh, there'll be support for sure, so I'll shop early, but it's still around that $11 mark. What price have you actually marked it, Brad? Oh, I think I marked it about 14 Yeah, I, I couldn't get it that short. Um, look, I think it's a chance, but I, he found the fence the other day, which was worth a couple of lengths, in my opinion, in the run. So... Out of that race, I can't see much turning the tables on Libertad because he wasn't on the fence. The rest were, so um, I'm I'm marking that a bit, sort of as a as a good sort of one to two length bias fencing run that day. So um, yeah, I, I think Libertad's probably got that lead up covered personally. Mm. Oh, we've all got opinions. I just think it's a uh, I think it's an each way play to none. Mm. That's the run to the rose. We'll come back to it if there's anything else to add from our listeners. But uh, exciting race today. Looking forward to seeing them all again. And in, in particular, militarised too, resume, guys. We haven't really mentioned him. Maybe it'll be a bit short of his best, but he's a good horse and look forward to seeing him back. Just wanted to give this text uh, a read. I can't sort of read the second half um, if I want to keep my job. But how good is the Kosciuszko boys? Myself and a few mates got drawn out and we've secured far too easy. That from Grant at North Gosford. Congratulations to you guys. The general gist of the the second part of that text, Darren, is that the boys are a bit aroused that uh, they're in the race with far too easy. So congratulations to them. <laughs> uh, I think a few people were asking on the social media yesterday, do we know the number of exactly how many tickets were sold uh, in uh, total? Yeah, I checked that out yesterday, and I can tell you, I probably still got it in my um, calculator here, I think... Uh, let me have a look. I think we sold about 176,000 tickets. Yeah, nice. It's a lot well, of okay. tickets, isn't it? Yes, it, it, it's good to know that number. Um, you know, certain people have out, outlaid substantial amount of money, but they've given themselves a percentage-wise, they've given themselves a good chance to get it. Mm, exactly. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, it's a, a lucky dip, isn't it? It is, exactly. You need a lot of luck in life, boys, uh, particularly mm. when it comes to jagging a slot in the Kosciuszko. Congratulations to all people involved in that. Let's get to another of the group races today at Rose Hill, the Ming Dynasty, and Tom Kitten, his favourite here, Hurls, at 360. How's the interest for Tom? Well, yeah, he's solid. Um, he's 360. What did we open up at? Yeah, we opened at 360 this morning, peaked at 370, uh, bottomed out at 350, now 360. NCAP, very, very solid. 4 to 420, back to $4, but it's holding um, some money. Rap Attack, not without its supporters this morning. It's at 950, then we've got Kintyre, $11. What do we make of Ducassi? Um, Ducass, Ducassi, mm. it was a dead set moral. Um, if it went round at uh, Kembla today, but uh, I know it's drawn stage 16, but it was a bit of an eye catcher first up. Yeah, and it drew the one at Kembla and they scratched. Yeah, and they've got 16 <laughs> here. Yeah, it would have been I seriously thought they'd be kill. going to Kembla. Yeah, so mm. well, that's what I said to you last night. It was 210. I thought it was a dead set moral. Mm. Well, what do you think, Darren? Is he is he in the mix here? Do you cast? They've opted Ducasse. to run the harder race, yeah. If he gets the right run, yes, uh, for sure. But 
And I think I'll go back to what I said at the at the start of the program. I can't back horses from bad gates that I know are going to get back. Mm. I just don't want to have to rely on all this luck uh, turning for home. What about your um, mate Chautauqua if he drew the outside? You, you've, you've brushed him, have you? Back in the day, Chautauqua, surely you would have I'm signed. I'm talking about Rose Hill where the vast majority of the winners are up on the fence or close to the speed turning for home. The vast, I'm not saying all, but the vast majority. You don't see too many winners just loop the field, come around them and win. You are right. Um, um, I mean, I, I get sick of it from a calling point of view, the amount of times I fall into the trap, something's looming large right mm. down the outside. It's going to be in the finish for certain, then the next minute it's not. And I think, oh, why did I play that up on the outside? <laughs> I keep hey, falling for it. Speaking of traps, Hawkesbury got me again this week, boys. Got another got photo wrong. Gee, it's a tough oh. joint to call that, Darren. I thought, yeah, I thought you got it right when they when it went went across the line. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a yeah. well. It, it was one of those where you go, oh maybe you, you, you're not declaring that it won. Oh maybe, but bup bowl. Give me a bup bowl, Steve. Oh, got another once one. Once the wrong. maybe goes in, I reckon everyone gives you a free kick at Hawkesbury. <laughs> Yep, it's a imagine tough a world, day at the office. Imagine the uh, utopia world where we could put a camera on a winning post. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously, it's, just, it's one of the great mysteries of the world. Um, the fact that when they actually built these joints, that they didn't just put the race caller and the camera in a tower, above each, or camera above the race caller, or, mm -hmm. or even the race caller above the camera and have like everyone a scone, on the post. Like a scone oh, setup, for instance. We, we don't get them wrong there because you're on the post. That so. may change, stand by, in the next six months. Mm, anyway. Been hearing it for eight years, Hurls. Yeah, I know, I know, but... Uh, Nothing happens. Actually, I got one of my favourite hate texts yesterday on Racing oh, HQ. Um, your favourite hate text? Yeah, what about this, Davo? I got, I, I, it was something along the lines of, um, Luke Marlowe, have you still got him on the show as a form analyst? He's just an average provincial caller. Davo, they've just sunk the boot deep into my heart with that, that text yesterday. That was a beauty. Thanks to that, listener. How am I going to respond? You're taking it too, too, too to hard, Marlow. Even, even the multi you're taking out. You've got to have thick skin in this game. As soon as you tip a couple of losers, everyone's all over you. And as soon as you tip a couple of couple of winners, uh, everyone uh, wants to, you know, say you're the, you're the best. It's, it's that way. It's that game. You know, punters are going to uh, yeah, you talk both ways because that's the way. It's the way results go. But, okay, um, it's, it's okay. I'm actually not upset. I don't need a counselling. I, I was just having fine. having a laugh. Just having a laugh. But Darren, do you count your Hong Kong group ones that you called? Do you count them uh, in your career? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Can I? Left, I know, but your question. I'm just saying. Can I count my Singapore group ones, or am I just an average provincial oh, caller? No, oh, I'll throw them in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't sure where you're coming from with that. I was just yeah, throw them in for sure. Okay. Yes. Well, there you go to that uh, person who sent that text. You can get stuffed. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, boys. Uh, race number six, Sharako Stakes, Great Clash of the Mares. And uh, we've got Zapateo. Oh, God, give her strength. God, give her strength today, Hurls. Is there any money for her? Uh, yeah, she's popular. There's no two ways about it. Um, let's have a look at the latest figures. And I can tell you, not much until uh, this wakes up, uh, we've got, gee, I tell you what, Argentina's been more well back. Oh, Gentia, but we'll get back to that. Uh, focus, Hurls, um, focus. Yeah, no, well, I've got 15 <laughs> screens open here. Uh, 
We've got Zapatio now at 270. Just getting out from 250 this morning, a very solid IME, 280 to 270, back to 280. We went up 360. Earlier in the week, it was absolutely friendless, and I was like, you know, what's going on here? But, uh, no, they've arrived with it this morning, and Zoo Gotcha is very steady also at $8. But uh, I said earlier, you know, when you're getting an uh, $18 price for a, a Coolmore Classic winner in Espiona just shows the uh, quality of the field. Yeah, it certainly does, Davo. One listener suggesting I should shave my head if Zapateo doesn't run top four today. Not much to well, say. <laughs> you got the uh, all the nudie run, all the uh, the shaving the head, or both. Yeah, there you go. Well, but, uh, yeah, no, maybe. Look, uh, <laughs> I think Maybe you can uh, do that on the golf course when you film yourself these days, Luke, out on the golf course. Oh, I know. You're liking that, that the content, the, Darren? You're liking that could the content? Be the scene. <laughs> oh, good yes. what? I've just been reprimanded here as well on the private text line, the actual phone. The better half's just suggested I stop sucking on air, so I better tighten things up here, gentlemen. Imagine what you're like at home. Oh, I'm a massive whinger. Oh. Hey, when the bed wasn't made last night when she got home, was it? Oh, didn't that cause a stir, <laughs> Davo? Oh, what have you been doing all day? She goes, oh, doing the form. Don't worry about well, the bed. David? I get I get that one every day too. I go, well, we're just gonna it's gonna fall out in a second. What's the you know? But uh, I get I get in that uh, one every. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm very romantic with that. Oh, I have to have the bed mate. I uh, went down like a ton of bricks when I said, hey, I got winners to back. You make the bludger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't go down well. Didn't go down well. And she said, hey, you can't even back a winner at the moment. You're useless, such and such. So anyway, uh, back we go to this Chiraco. Um, I'm sweet here, aren't I, Davo, with Zapatea? I think you are, yeah. Look, she's, the, the, the team seemed very bullish about her chances. They were bullish last week and bullish uh, this week. Uh, I was a bit surprised they didn't go last week, but mm. um, 1,200 here, she's going to map to get the, the right run just behind them and present at the right time. And uh, had that little tick over trial there in the week just to get those fitness levels up and get her ready for the 12. So I've got her on top narrowly over I and me. I think they're the two obvious, obviously, and... I don't have much between them. I don't know if I want to sort of dive in at the at the current quotes, but I think they're the two. And then you like to got you might be the big improver. Um, Blinker's first time might be the forgotten horse here after just running below par fresh, but getting back and finding 1,100 too nippy. So, um, yeah, I think they're the three, but I, I think Zapoteo narrowly IME, but either one would win, wouldn't shock. Uh, I think there'll be about half a length between both of them. Yeah, I'm really keen on Zapoteo as well. Um, echo all the remarks there. And, yeah, that nice tick-over trial here at the track on Tuesday morning. Last week we were getting about $8 to win the Concord. Today we're getting two sixty here, but I think it's easy money. Mm. Oh, I love this, boys. Love this. Uh, we all go down on the one chip today by the sounds of it. Uh, looking forward to this race. I wanted to get Davo's commentary on Zugotcha. Uh, how's she going, Davo? Is she, was she a little bit flat first up? Yeah, I just think it's 1,100, um, maybe, you know, ridden back out of her comfort zone. I think she's too good to just to just pen her off that one run. And the way that they were talking about her, um, they were, you know, had her in the light of a potential Everest horse leading into this. So, obviously, going well at home. So, I think she might be the forgotten horse here. And, and that's probably the reason why I'm a little bit scared about sort of diving in at the 270, 280, the, one of the other two, is because I think a horse like her could easily bounce back here and... Mm. And be right there in the finish mm. as well. 
Darren? I thought she was absolute poison first up in the toy show. Yeah. Sending a flight stakes winner, a file lap winner out over 1,100 metres and sending her out at 260 seemed offensive. But at least today she's double figure, so I, I, I could see an incentive to maybe have a small ticket on her just in case, but she's got bigger emissions ahead than this. Yeah, I was just wondering with the blinkers going on, um, is that a sign of, oh, gee, we need to try something here or... Oh, I just mm. wasn't sure how to handle that, Darren. She wasn't as strong through the liner, so the no. last 100 metres that I was expecting uh, first up well, in the Well, Darren, it was, it was the worst rating that she's produced in her whole career, including when she won a maiden. So I'm just wondering, is, was it just the 1100? Has she not come back? Does she want it wet? I'm, I'm really puzzled today. I'm wary of her. Anyhow, don't overcomplicate the situation. No. Zapatos Your best bet, just win. Simple right. as that. Love it. How's that, boys? Next. Yep, let's go. Moving on. Moving right along. Let's uh, let's go towards the back end of the card here, guys, and talk about this Theo Mark stakes because I know Hurls is just itching, itching, itching to, to tell us what's happened here with Argentia. What price is it now, Hurls? Oh, bad ingot, mate. Haven't they come for it? We went up $11. Uh, sorry, we went up 9 We got out to as much as $11. Uh, on Wednesday afternoon, and that was available for a couple of hours. Actually, into three dollars forty, and this morning it was four sixty. It's now looking at being one of the best back runners on the card. Six to six fifty, back to six dollars for Nugget. I was about to say it's been the um, forgotten horse, but it is on the second line of betting. Uh, Madame Pomery is six fifty to seven, as is Cross Talk. Uh, Kovalika, we cannot write a bean for it. Four sixty Wednesday, which is probably very very rude uh it's seven dollars out to 850 golden mile uh, they always fall in it's uh eleven dollars 750 now 850 uh waterford could give it some sort of chance uh, 11 to 12 and also the inevitable i mean uh it had a super campaign last uh, last campaign just just under a length behind mr brightside in the golden mile so it's a deep race but uh yeah gee tell you what they have come for argentia 340 it looks to be very short now mm, very much so uh, Davo. i think <clears throat> i've got a feeling you're going to have a good handle on this race. Um, oh, oh, God, I was going to say something then. Yep. I, I feel like a few reputations go on the line to show us they've still got it here. Waterford, he, he's got to show up this preparation now. Uh, Golden Mile, Kovalika at 1,300 metres, big question mark. I'm a fan, uh, off the record, Kovalika. Um, and Madame Pomery, can she reproduce? So where are you at here, Brad? Obviously, this favourite's getting pretty short now, Argentia. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I don't have a good handle on it. I, I really struggled with this oh, race. Oh, you struggled here? Yeah, I really struggled. I, I thought, I tipped Argentia when she was sort of $6 and went, yeah, I'll have her on top. Um, you know, at least she's up and going. Wide no cover last time. Top the backwash of um, the, the horse that broke down the start price. So, uh, two excuses, up and going there. Gets a chance by three dollars forty. Think of what's going on there. Like, how is she that short in a race where you could, you could have five or six different winners? I really want to tip Nugget because his figures are just outstanding and just better than these. But his trials have been flat as a tack. I mean, they've he couldn't get past. He struggled to get past Galaxy Bell over twelve hundred in the latest, and and now we want to take you know he's thirteen hundred fresh. I just I don't know. Sometimes you can overplay those trials, I suppose. But when they're ridden out and the struggling to go past uh, horses much inferior, it, it does does worry you, particularly over 1,200. If it's 800, I can forgive because they're short trials. But when they're 1,200, you want to see them putting horses away. So 
that was my concern with him, but it wouldn't surprise me to see him win because all these figures are, are very good for this. Cross talk's just honest, but probably prefers it wet and it's always hard backing a, a real on pace at first up because fitness-wise is a little bit of a concern. And Kovalika, I've got to be heavily against because I just think 1,300 is too short and mm. I'm still not convinced he's absolute A-grade yet because he's, he's beaten Fame in a Queensland derby. Um, Fame was coming off a benchmark 64 win at Mowie, so... I'm not convinced it's, it's absolute A-grade stuff, but he's got the wall of feel of a horse that's going to go to a new level this preparation again. But, uh, yeah, interesting race, plenty of different angles. I tipped Argenia, but I couldn't possibly back it at that price. I'm sticking uh, with Madame Pomery there after that such a near miss uh, first up, that heartbreaking uh, photo when she's rattled home on the inside and just fell short against uh, Pericles. But sitting up here in barrier one, I think she maps really well, probably three back the fence. Probably would have liked a little bit more rain to raise the confidence levels, but I don't think Madame Pomery will be missing a place here today. She didn't really fire up uh, back in the autumn, but this time last year she was a group one winner winning the, the Caulfield Guineas. Admittedly, that wasn't a very heavy track, but I really like the way she was working uh, in the off-season, Madame Pomery. Um, there were two of her trials that really grabbed my eye, and I thought I'll be following her when she comes back, and I certainly wasn't disappointed with the first up run. So I'm happy to go with her each way. Her price hasn't really changed. $7 a win, two forty dollars a place. So I've just got each way eyes there for Madame Pomery. Mm. The thing I'll say, guys, is I agree with Davo's line of thought. Kovalika and the Epsom, just just keep an eye on him in that race. Um, we know Chris's record in the Epsom uh, and this horse, if he can do something here with 58 on his back against these proven sort of fringe group two, group one types, I think he's gonna, going to be the real deal. Um, he reminds me a little bit, same colours of, of Rangi Rangdu, obviously. Okay. What's that, Darren? No, sorry, I thought you might be going with Kermadec. Oh, yes. Uh, well... <laughs> Indeed, um, but he does, obviously Rangi didn't run as far. But um, he's just got—he he feels like that sort of type uh, to me. But um, yeah, Chris has had some good ones of, of this sort of mould at, at a mile. So exciting race, guys! What's your best today, Darren? Um, my best bet is Unspoken mm. in race four. Uh, flying at the trails, drawn the fence, grassless Dala. I'm hoping we'll be sitting behind Unspoken in the run. I think there's no real further depth to the field. He's been well-backed, uh, Unspoken. So, yeah, I've made him the best. I think he's around the $4 mark. There we go, Dave. 370. 370, is he hurls? Yeah, in from $4 this morning. A punter's ah. knocking you off or blowing the laptop up there to take the 260 Graceful Styler. Uh, no, not really. But, um, oh, look, I was going to make it the lay of the day. Uh, but one natural willer is on it, uh, so that sort of swayed me against doing that. But no, it's, it's yeah, it's still very popular. What do you think here, Davo? In race four, Darren's keen on unspoken. What are your thoughts? Why lay of the day, Hills? Priscilla Stola. Uh, well, I said I'll not make it the lay of the day, but I was going to. <laughs> I think. Um, why, why were you thinking about it? <laughs> uh, don't backtrack now, Hills. Uh, I'll oh, rephrase I, the I question. I was, going to, I was going to make it the lay of the day, but Nash is on it. Um, I think Unspoken is going well, and I, I like um, uh, Venelope, but it's not called Venelope. What is it? Vanellope, uh, gentlemen. Uh, Vanellope. Yes. Vanellope. Um, 
I think it's going well. Um, yeah, and I just could not take two dollars um, sixty about Priscilla Stolo. I thought, it had, you know, Mark West is a good horse, but um, you know, looked home last start was the same hey. against the more victorious. No, hey, Davo. I'll get in early with my early crow. Hurls to fence sit again. Uh, have an opinion, Hurls, Dave. What's he doing? He's <laughs> have a go, Hurls. Have a go. No, look, I was waiting for him to say, the, you know, he thinks about it and all this, which I think... Um, Hurls, just say it can't win, Grace or Lestola. That's what you want to say. You want to get it. You are. Oh, there he goes. He there wants to get go. stuck into there him. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Look, oh, I think he's a horse that gets a really bad rap. I really do. I'm... Um, yeah, he's, he's been he's been sort of branded as this non-winner, and and I oh, he, he turns it up and all this and nonsense. Well, J Mac gave him a terrible ride too, back. Simple as that. He, he's three wide, and they cover the trip. I don't pop the great man. There. He's been listening to the program this morning. He'll be upset. Well, <laughs> well, I'll I'll, I'll uh, say how how good he was on the weekend to get Garza Blanco home for the favourites in the last, considering he had a, a fractured foot. And I, I think he's praised as the best jockey in Australia by mile. Like I've, I've always said that and thing, but. For me, it wasn't a great, a great ride. It was sort of neutral, and the horse got stuck there, so you kind of copy medicine a bit. But um, And then last time out, they had to go back from the gate, and I thought it was mm. a pretty good ride to find the fence, but he just had to get too far back with the gate. So this time is the, the gate. It gets his set up today where he can take advantage of that. Be closer, Nash sticks, and I think he's the one to beat. But again, I, I kind of agree with Hills and the price. Like, do you want to be taking that sort of price where there's this big query on how well Unspoken's going? Because I always say, second prep Australia, these horses can jump out of the ground. And Look, his trial was great, but those 1,200-metre trials, leave me out of them. They, they always look great. And 1,200-metre trials, if, you've got to bring them back if, if they trial really well on them because they're, they're funny trials over that far. Um, so he's the danger. He's the big danger. But I, I've got to stick with Grisilla Stolo. I just think it's... It's all been, yeah, it's been like Wade Ryder Boy. Everyone was saying the same thing about him, and then uh, it gets the job done last time out she did. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think he can he can definitely win, but he's probably skinny enough at the price. So that's the problem, the way Rose Hill's been playing right through the winter, that some of these good mm. horses are drawn sticky and they are back mm. and, and flushing home. And the, the race Brad was talking about with James McDonald being uh, three wide, he drew nine of ten uh, that yep. day. And I think he just tried to have him in a position where he wasn't giving the horse too much to do. In fairness today from Barrier 2, uh, really should get a perfect run there. I'm sure Nash will sort of dig him up and try and hold some type of spot there with Grassley Styler today. I'm not opposed to him, but uh, I just thought, well, I backed Unspoken earlier in the week off that Hawkesbury trial. It was great. Maybe he's getting a little bit too short now, this import, but they're the only two I'm looking at, really. I think they've got uh, Vanellope covered. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple of texts, uh, guys, before we release the multi uh, for this week. Uh, Marlowe. Uh, Alicia's right. Make your bed, you grub. That's from Sven. I, you're right, Sven. I'll, I'll pick up my act around uh, around home. And another one from Hurls there. Uh, four Hurls there. Hurls backtracking faster than Marlowe last night when under the pump. That from Leighton in Manly. He's into you, Hurls. And I've, uh, right, you've got a job to do as well. I've just sent you a, a live read. Your man Snackers on the uh, on the text line there. So uh, he's a good man Snackers. I've yeah. heard from him for a while. Yeah, he's back. He's back. So he's he's got a job for you after the multi. Which we'll do yep. now. Well, everyone knows what mine is. Steve, cue that music. Um, hit my multi-leg this week is Zappas.
So that's my legs. Apateo, God give it strength, boys, if this doesn't run top four today. I don't know where I go to from here. So that's me, Zapateo in the Chiraco. Race six, Andrew Hurley. What is your leg this week? Yeah, I'm taking Butch Cassidy. Adamant that it, uh, runs top four, if not win. I think it's an each-way special. All right, Darren Flindell, what is your leg this week? Uh, Madam Pomery's going to put some value in with her current price of $7, sitting there barrier one. I think she'll just get the, the run right through along the rails and be right in the thick of the action at the end. Brad Davidson. Well, my job was made easy with a couple of roughies in there, so I went with red card in the last... Um, I think look, she might be a little bit vulnerable the last 50 um, with, with a, com- a couple coming at her, but I'll be shocked if she doesn't run top four. Very classy mare that resumes off some lovely trials. Well, before I announce it, Brad, A, you're not to wait till last anymore because it's just a soft option every single week. You've got another two in front of your selection. And B, I'm not doing your work for you with your homework, uh, with your emails. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he, check the emails. He oh, doesn't check the emails. He knows that all he's got to do once a week is do that. Like, get on task, please, son. Yeah. <laughs> he carries on, doesn't he, boys? I mean, oh. come on. It's, we're in a text group where you can text and this and that, and he carries on about these emails every time. We're in a text group about it, and then I'll, yeah, I'll text it. Yeah, it's funny. But anyway. I, I don't put the bed in the system. It's got to go to Dicko. <laughs> I will say, yes. Davo does drag the chain a bit, Darren, <laughs> when it comes to his selection. He'll leave He's a load. He won't check emails. He's out of the loop. He's yeah. the only man I know that doesn't have a private email. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, look, look, I don't check right. work email either, uh, more than probably once or twice a week, but I think we all have access to our private email. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're a rabble, but we get there every week eventually, Hurls, don't we? And we're all... Well, I've, got a pri- I've got a private email. Send it. Yeah, that'd be good, actually. I'll get it sent to that one, because that'll make right. things... Uh, that'll make, yeah, because I check that every day, but the other one, as, as Darren said, I don't check as often. Well, it's pretty simple. Check it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, how stop. hard is it? You stop having a whinge. <laughs> oh, dear, right, dear. Recap right, recap this, Mouldy Hills. Okay, we're going race six, number five, Zapateo. Race eight, number seven, Butch Cassidy. Race nine, number seven, Madame Pomery. And race ten, number four, Red Card. $7 today, maximum bet $25. It is now open. Go to sports and today's offers on the TAB website. Or if you go to the best in the business, the TAB app, you'll find it under racing and racing offers. Get in quick. There we have it, gentlemen. That is the multi for this week. It is open. Get involved and uh, have a crack with us today and good luck to us. Let's hope we can get the money. On Behind the Gates, it's now time for this. (laughs) On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. The Early Crow. It's a good intro. Great work, Steve. Love it. Uh, We have got our early crow segment for this week, guys. We're going to have our predictions on this Rose Hill program. But first, we've got to air the dirty laundry from last week. Um, Mine, firstly. Um, I said Nature Strip would have one more thrill for us and he'd win. And, well, I retired one of our great sprinters. (laughs) I mean... How good am I going? So, Nature Strip, no good last week, Darren, but he'll, he'll parade for us at Randwick at some stage, I've, I've been told, so mm, we'll get to, yes. to see the champ off. But, yeah, I stopped him. I sent him to retirement last week. How did you go, Darren? Well, I had mixed emotions about mine. I did declare that Mabel resuming Tracy Bartley's horse had run a cracker at $41. Oh. He's charged through the centre. 
and went within an inch of beating my best bet of the day, Wave Rider Boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> try calling that in a finish. <laughs> you're on Wave Rider Boy at $5 and you're on Mabel for a much, much bigger result at 41 <laughs> Gee, you've handled the race pretty well, though, Darren, I've oh. got to say. Oh, the pain. <laughs> oh, the pain. But you get a ding. You get a tick, Darren, uh, for that because Mabel did run well above market expectations. So great work there from uh, Darren Flindell. Now the two in the rowboat together last week, Darren. What about this pair, hey? Colluding behind the scenes together and coming up with the same early crow. Gee, I hope we don't have a repeat of not only the same early crow but a bludger, gentlemen. What happened last week, Davo? Oh, well, I had to carry hurls. That's what happened. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the way the way stopped Alentia there with hurls jumping on as well. But no, look, uh, she got caught wide, but she was a bit disappointing, wasn't she? All the same, um, didn't quite sort of get to that level at, at, at the second run, and didn't have that same explosive finish that she did the start price. So look. Ooh. We'll keep an eye on her, but uh, definitely across there on Saturday for us with Olympia. Yeah, bump bell, gentlemen. Uh, I think the crow was that she'd be the new Epsom favourite. That hasn't mm. occurred, but I don't think we should drop off just yet, boys. I know she didn't win uh, how you guys were hoping, uh, and myself also, but uh, she did have an excuse there, three wide on an inside track, mm. Davo. It's never good. Yeah, I don't think it was really two fault of... of Sarah McAvoy either, just the way it landed unfortunately, yeah. a couple inside kicked up and that's the way it was, but Pericles got away with a soft lead and she, could, she couldn't chase them down mm. Righto, what are we doing this week gentlemen let's go, let's start with Darren Flindell the only successful crower last <laughs> week uh, Darren, oh, lead this uh, know, baton um, off you know, in the last uh, couple of minutes, I've been thinking, right, what am I going to make? <laughs> you're, well, to you're well prepped. Oh, well, do you want to go oh, last? Do you want, to, you want a bit more time? Um, well, what I'll, I'll say this. Uh, whilst I do like Butch Cassidy a bit at odds there in the run of the rows, I've just seen a tactic change come through with Nadal that the intention is to be further forward. He's drawn gate two on the outside of Chrysaor. Uh, Nadal... I'll say is a really good place bet today. Okay. I think he's about 23 a win, uh, so um, a good place load up on Nadal. I like it, Darren. Good to see you've done your preparation for the show. That's been noted. That's been noted. Brad Davidson, what are you what are you crowing about this week? Well, I haven't been as confident on a, on a shorty on a Saturday since IME won oh, probably about nine months ago uh, when she carried no weight and, and was just a a ratings moral sort of thing and, and walked in at about a dollar eighty. But this recommendation at Mooney Valley today, um, I think he'll announce himself as a as a real up and coming sprinter in a, in Australia. Um he did some really good things last campaign with a big weight in Sydney and then went down there and won a group three. He was an absolute certainty beaten first up where they rode him cold and he got held up and should have won it easily and the great thing about him is he just goes to a new level second and third up. He's had a beautiful jump out, he'll be closer. He drops in weight. I think he's the best placed horse I've seen on a Saturday card for about six months. So, um, and I could get him shorter than the current price too. Yeah. I, I just think he'll announce himself as a real up-and-coming sprinter um, today at Mooney Valley. So we, what do we use him as a 65% multiplier today on multis? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'm, yeah, I'm really keen on his chart. I just think he, he just rolls forward and I, I, I think he puts a little gap in him, to be honest. I'm, I'm really keen on him today. And Brad, what about the first of the Valley? Does uh, the first favourite win there, Autumn Angel? I think so. It was a really good win, wasn't it, last time out? The strength through the line was outstanding. Um, definitely on top for me in that race in the opener. Okay, so can I just ask, if we have to go back to the tape, so be it, did I not cop it for tipping a manable 
a couple of weeks ago, and Brad chimed in and said, no, it's got to be the Sydney meeting. Oh. No, no you copped mm. it for tipping something in a, in a race six months down the track. <laughs> Princess Guardi. Yeah, see, Davo's just making it up as he goes. Yeah, he does. But I think I will accept he it. He's a law unto himself. We can pot him next no, week if no, this gets Remember, Amenable was his replacement because he was tipping Francesco Gardi in the 2033 Melbourne Cup. Mm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes, He's yes. got you there, Hells. <laughs> What's your crow, buddy? Uh, mine is that the winner of the Golden Rose will not come out of the run to the Rose today. Has he broken the rules again, David? He's broken the no. rules again. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, is this for real? He's jeeing up. You've got to be jeeing up, trolling. You are trolling us, surely. Not at all. The, the oh, Golden Rose is two weeks room. away, Earls. Oh. We need correct weight on this for next week's show. Oh, he's done it again, Davo. Deary me. What is happening? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, well, Hells. All right. Oh, well, we'll, we'll carry you over for two weeks. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> he's beyond help, this bloke. My, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Well, Mine. Okay, let, me, let me put it this way, right? If someone, say, for example, really likes Cylinder today, they obviously think it's, you know, going to be right up there for the Golden Rose, mm. and it gets beat, well, you're going to get better than the $4.50 all-in price at the moment. Mm, so so it is relevant. Well, you, yeah, OK. You could say something, Hurls, like uh, Cylinder's going to be shorter in the Golden Rose after he wins today or something along those lines. Not, yeah, not I, want something we, I want something we can win cash out of today. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, moving on. Mine is, <laughs> mine's pretty weak. This week, you guys. Some, you lose more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, set a deposit limit. Uh, mine is, well, the Brisbane Broncos broke a 14-game hoodoo against the Melbourne Storm last night in winning. So mine is to end my multi-hoodoo with Zapateo winning in today's Scirocco Stakes. That is mine for this week. I think uh, blue, blue, blue all the way. They should have a good day, but Zapateo to win that Scirocco, gentlemen. Those are our early crows. Uh, Andrew Hurley's gone uh, for a market change in the 2036 Golden Rose. I've gone for my hoodoo to end. Darren's gone for Nadal to run a place and Davo's declared recommendation to win race four at Mooney Valley. Great job, boys. Great Goal job. 65. Well done, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> I've put a gap in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, mate, I'm on the same page as you um, and we've talked about this before. I can't stand the saying odds on look on mm. because, you know, you're declaring something and it's a dollar seventy. I don't, I don't care. If you, so, for example, what price have you marked that, Brad? One fifty and probably could yeah. have gone one forty if I was, if I, yep. you know, if the market wasn't such against me. Mm. Yep, yep. In that regard. 100%. Mm. Guys, um, we're going to wrap up the show soon, uh, about five minutes left. Some of our early crows from the, the listeners here. Uh, this listener says, hey, boys, Tom Kitten, I like last start. Watch him do it again today. That from Fat Man, loves the show, he said. Um, having tipped Tom first up, he'll do the same today, guys. Too good for these. So that from Fat Man, thanks uh, to you for your early crow this week. So Tom Kitten tipped up strongly there. We had a few questions about the highway Um as well. Ollie's secret, a listener, one of the panel's thoughts there. I personally, if I offer one tip today, it'll be that this missile leader can do something pretty good in this highway. I think he's a decent horse. Mm. I think he can swallow them. 
sit back and just power home over the top. I've been taken with him this preparation. I know it's acting form, but nothing's gone right for him, and he, he still won two races, guys. So keep an eye on him. But, Darren, do you give Ollie's secret any shout uh, in that highway today? Yeah, definitely, for the fact he's got that tactic at early speed. Zach Lloyd in the saddle to drive him forward. I think he'll be in the top three positions in the run, might even lead them up. I think the profile is quite good, and uh, the horse he beat for Angels so was able to win at Warwick Farm last Wednesday week as well. Yeah, Ollie's secret very high up. Can't believe I'm doing this again. I keep falling for this, this same horse, Miss Thatcher. Mm. I expected it to be closer to the speed last time. She got back she, oh, all over the place in the straight uh, checkered passage. I'm going to give her one last chance, Miss Thatcher, from Ollie's secret. And um, atmospheric rock ran well last time, and, and the horse you spoke of, Luke, Miss Oddly. Had he come up with a gate, I would have put him clearly on top. Yeah, those Acton runs have been pretty, pretty impressive. And thanks, Danny Williams, for bringing four runners up to be in the same colours down the bottom of the list. <laughs> yes, got that, Darren, got that. Oh, four 201 shots. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think a few were accepted for Goulburn as well. So Three of them were. I thought, oh, beauty, at least probably two of them will run here. That'll reduce it down to two today. Not the whole lot are coming. I hope they're all navy. semi-trailer out. One navy cap, one blue cap, one dark blue cap, just to really stir you up. <laughs> what do you think of the highway, Brad? Yeah, he's a good horse. I think he's missile leader, but yes. um, look, he's going to be back, isn't he? But gee, it's the softest one you'll see there on the Acton track last time out. He got held up and still put a gap in him. Didn't be much, but um, I think he, yeah, he's obviously the one to beat. But I think Chase My Crown's the, the play at 750. Uh, I think she's just so honest in this grade. I don't think it's an overly strong highway. I couldn't back atmospheric rock. Second up with a weak break off a long off a long break he's got a you know I, i'd feel if, if i had my first run for six months i'd be feeling you know uh take a little while to get over it so uh, i think he's a risk i think miss Thatcher's short enough even though luckless the other day so chase my crown the one for me but miss old leader will be savaging the lawn late he's um, been supported hurls miss old leader uh yeah he has it's a uh, big betting race as this normally the case, but yeah, 340. We did get to its bottom as 270 this morning. It's now into $3. Take your point about atmospheric rock, uh, Brad. It's, yeah, but I just wouldn't I just wouldn't query Denny Williams. He, he wouldn't, you know, be, be throwing it in the deep end, you know, two weeks huh. in a row. Uh, plus, I suppose you'd need speed on for it as well, so I'm sitting on the fence, I suppose, with that one. Um, yeah, Miss Thatcher, take your point. All his secret has been well backed. It's $8 into $6 this morning. We bet as much as $13 pre-scratchings for it. Um, take the Kitty, of course, came out 29 by 18, but it was still pretty popular and has been again today, all his secret. Last early crow from a listener. My early crow is Cylinder will get rolled again. Thanks for that text. Um, hurls copying a little spray. Um, Grassler style as a moral hurls. Um, so they're going head to head with you there. Great man. Uh, Sven from Greenpoint, always a good texter of a Saturday, um, giving me a little rap. Uh, thanks, Sven. I'm, I'm due. Uh, hopefully we can get that multi up. Um, and uh, last one, Luke, don't forget you have to nudie run next week if your horse doesn't run a place. Well, it's actually top four, Zapateo, top four. I'll be bloody, of insurance there. Gee, I'll be bloody nervous watching that later, boys, <laughs> but uh, let's wait and see how it all pans out. Darren, uh, longer days now in spring, so you're there a little bit earlier mm. this week. You've got 51 mm. minutes to the first now to just regroup from Hurls as early crow this week and calm yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go and raid the fridge and have that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good calling today, mate.
Cheers. Thanks, guys. Have there, a good one. There he goes, Darren Flindell. Brad Davidson, we'll hear you on Sky Racing 1 later, no doubt. Yeah, look forward to it, guys. I'll just leave you with another early crow in true hurl style here. The, the winner of the 2400-metre event at Rose Hill today will not win the Tab Everest later this year. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Get off. Go on a night, uh, Well played, Dave. See you, buddy. Thanks, guys. There he goes, uh, Brad Davidson. Um, I'll give you last word, mate. And you've got uh, a job to do in the group chat as well. A listener wanted a shout-out from you. Yeah, Snackers is a loyal listener. He's uh, asked me to give a shout-out uh, to his young blokes team this morning, uh, the Rock Yerong Creek Footy Club. They're playing in the uh, first grade grand final in Wagga today, so good luck. A lot of that going on around the uh, country with finals. I'll give a shout-out to my young nephew, Christian uh, Hurley. He's going to have his last game today. Wait's sort of catching up with him in the under-16s. He goes around for Cabramatta this afternoon, and uh, good luck to my nephew. Um, Christian, mate, um, a good day's racing coming up. Offers here, uh, we've got races one to six, run second or third at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Doombin today. And if your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first win bet using your tab account. Jockey's challenge today, Zach Lloyd, 340, 360, Nashville Willa, 420, Tyler Schiller, 650, Rachel King, $11, any other jockey option, 15, Jason Collett, Adam Hieronymus at 17, and Dylan Gibbons at 26. 1-800-858-858 for any assistance there for... Um, you win some and you lose more for free and confidential support. Call that number. Looking forward to this today, mate. It just gets better and better every week. Good luck if you are having a punt. And, uh, yeah, let's hope we all have a winning day. You too, mate. Have a good one. See you, buddy. There's Andrew Hurley. And thanks to all our listeners for your texts and interaction in the show. Thanks for keeping us honest, in particular myself. Uh, we really enjoy them. All texts and all interaction with the show. That's what makes the show. So thanks for getting involved and having a laugh with us this morning on Behind the Gates. One listener in shock. Did Davo just crack a joke? <laughs> yep, I think he did. And he got a laugh out of me too, which is the biggest surprise. So that was a beauty from Davo stitching hurls up. Who really needs to lift with these early crows? He's a little bit all over the shop but you know what i'll back him in to come good he's a good man that's behind the gates for another week plenty more ahead including the debordley competition up next hello darkness my old friend i've come to talk with you again 24 hour fold cover for 24 hour a day peace of mind options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yielding sales all with hq's renewal extension clause visit hqinsurance.com.au for more be sure insure with hq sports report first up this morning big news for our national sport cricket Cricket? And the Sorry, but our national sport is not cricket. No, cricket was played first. No, cricket was played first. No, cricket was played first. Nova Employment has been matching businesses to staff with ability for over 30 years and has an unbeatable track record of success. My name is Samuel. I'm the club manager of Crunch Fitness in Rockdale. Hiring a worker with disability, it's so rewarding. I find it really easy. Toby follows instructions really well um, and he really grows into the role. Recruiting? Choose Nova Employment, the premier disability employment service. Visit novaemployment.com.au. Government incentives may be available. 
the champion in fantastic style. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker. At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. If you're taking your favourite girl out tonight to a friend's celebration... Don't forget the Windy Peak, a very acceptable wine at a most affordable price. Everyone's favourite, Windy Peak Wine by De Bortoli. Here's the traffic. Bunnings can help you unleash your garden's potential with a wide range of watering and garden care products. Shop great value on hoses, sprinklers, mulch and more. Online or at your local Bunnings. In Sydney at Mossman Spit Road near Ida Avenue, heavy southbound due to a two-car crash. Parramatta Roadworks are closing MacArthur Street both ways between George Street and New Zealand Street. Brisbane at Runcorn, lights are on the flash affecting all ways on Beanley Road near Warrigal Road. Also, Kippering lights are on the flash affecting all ways on Anzac Avenue at Hercules Road. The King Art of Living Sale ends Sunday. Save up to 50% on selected award-winning indoor and outdoor furniture. Sale ends Sunday. Visit your nearest King Living showroom today. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast, Monday morning from 5.30. On Sky Sports Radio. Radio and Radio Tab. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlow on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, great to have your company. Uh, just a question here from uh, Frank. Uh, what price uh, were the Broncos last night? I think they were about a dollar sixty. Frank, uh, in that win over Melbourne, and of course, Julie saluted, which was uh, fantastic for all Broncos fans. That's for sure. Let's get to Paul Ambrosoli now for the Debordley competition. Good morning to you, PA. And a very good morning to you, Lucas. Good morning, everybody. And I've got a special job for you this morning, Lucas. Make the best. Uh, you've been having a good time. You must before I let... Well, I'll put it this way. <laughs> this is the competition where we give you a question, the first one to answer the question properly by winning, winning 1350-353, wins a prize. Mm. Then the following week, we give you the answer. <laughs> I, I've done it again. I've, I've left last week and haven't given the answer to the, 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 the prize. Oh, so is the, that right? Yeah, I, I was walking across the ring going towards the bookmaker and I thought to myself... Did I give the answer this morning? And I got over there. He said, what was the answer to this morning's quiz? So I knew I hadn't given it again. I think that's about <laughs> the second time in a month I've done that. It was Fireburn last week, trying to be the first horse to win the Golden Slipper, and um, which the race has now gone straight out of my head uh, from last week. And so he, he failed. But that was, the, that was the answer to the question. This morning, this morning's question, to win a twin pack of De Bortoli wine. It's a beautiful day for a bottle of De Bortoli Pinot Grigio, if you like the white. Is it a white day? Yes, it's a white day. Uh, try the Pinot Grigio from the De Bortoli Windy Peak Range. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. Doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. And it's a nice medium-bodied wine. Now, you can win a twin pack of Windy Peak by answering this simple question. I, I've got to point this out to you, Luke. Yes. After... You're not going to believe this, but this is a fact. After we cut this, and I gave it to Steve to cut, we cut it, and then he said, what's the answer? I said, look, I'll tell you, you've got to find it. So we went up and down the page three times and didn't find it, right? And then I gave him the name, 
And then I looked at it myself, and I went up and down the pages twice and didn't find it. He went up and down another two times telling me what he was looking at and didn't find it. Now, if we couldn't find it and knew the answer, you might have trouble trying to get this when you do know the clue to it, okay? So there you go. The first person threw on 1350-353. Remember this. You can't uh, win it by ringing too early. You can only ring after the clue. Here we go. Nicholas, please go with the clue to this morning's Debortley quiz. The question is, Frau Helm, were you lying then? Are you lying now? Or are you not, in fact, a chronic and habitual liar? Damn you! Damn you! Leave her alone! Damn you! I'm going to go to say it's the easiest question I've ever thrown at you. It possibly could be termed as a bit cryptic. Uh, but that is the, that's the clue. So you've got to go and down the, it's not easy. I'm not going to say it is. Uh, so there you go. Lucas is already looking at his and he's got no idea. I can tell by the twisted <laughs> lip that he's got uh, that he doesn't know what he's looking for. You got that? I, you, you know what, you're spot on. I haven't got the slightest. Well, mate, I'm not, this is a joke. We've done, we've done it. We've gone up and down the five times between the two of us and couldn't find we absolutely dropped it laughing you know uh i've had some funny times drive riding premier cabs commercials in the years gone by i used to have tears running down my eyes sometimes and yesterday this was hysterical and it's not hard it's not very hard if you picture what you're listening to <sighs> nobody's got a no that no, no, no leanne's on this morning i always give the ones when, when leanne's on about seemingly hard and so there's no green light coming up and we've got the answer to the quiz not yet no so i've got time no, to settle back and have yet. a shiraz a windy peak shiraz i'll have a glass of windy peak shiraz and see what happens right what does the person who's saying damn you sound like right and so it's just what 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 mood is she in that might help you a bit mm, okay so Silence a little clue, is a little clue there from pa to help yeah, that might. I'll give you another clue, but only after it goes for a while because I don't want to jackpot it. It's a good clue. Uh, it is a good clue. It re really is. But you know, you've just got to get the imagine the, the the setting, and that might give it to you. Okay. Still no green light. Okay, there's still no green light. Now, there might be no green light, but a red light will sure, certainly show up as a windy peak Shiraz because I like that. Not even Hadley's run me. Hadley hasn't even rung me to give me an answer or tell me it was too tough. That's that's when you know you're going. That's when you know you're going well, mm. uh, or badly. He rings and swears at me if, he, if it's uh, if it's not the if it's too if it's too hard. Right? Still nobody with it. Nothing. Nothing just okay, yet. Okay. Well, here's the here's the next excerpt. I don't like one room movies. Right. The, may, the best one-room mo mo one movie I've ever watched was 12 Angry Men. I also don't like courtroom movies. But this movie was, without a doubt, the best courtroom movie I've ever watched. And if you ever see it anywhere, do not watch it unless it is the 1957 version starring Charles Lawton, Tyrone Power and uh, um, Marlena Dietrich. Because it is, the, without a doubt, the most sensational courtroom movie you'll ever see. That is the biggest clue I can give you to the answer of this morning's DeBortley quiz. It's not a case of winning the wine always from DeBortley. It's a case of saying, I won the DeBortley quiz this morning. And everybody knows, you know, what you've done. That's the clue to it, to get the, be, the, be the winner, okay? 
So now I can't give you any bigger clue than that because that absolutely hands it on a platter to you. But still, Luke hasn't got it. Fair income. No, I still haven't got. No one's got it yet. Pa, you've uh, you've thrown a big leg break well, outside okay, of the of leg stump. I, I, I actually win the money if nobody gets it. <laughs> Beautiful. I, <laughs> I said said to Simon this morning, you know, if nobody gets this, I win the money. And he said, seriously, I said yes. Play it again. Nick, play the, play the clue again. All right, well, we'll play it one more time, and it just might be in the Tab Highway, punters. There you go. Oh, <laughs> God help us. Play it, Steve. Play it again, Steve. Here we go. No, it won't play. play. It's gone. It's blown the system up. It was too loud, PA. <laughs> it's blown the system up. Here we go. Here we go. Frau Helm, were you lying then? Are you lying now? Or are you not, in fact, a chronic and habitual liar? Damn you! Damn you! Leave her alone! Damn you! <laughs> Joe, I'm glad we got to hear that again. <laughs> now, do you, do you agree, now that you know what the answer is, do you agree that that's a good clue? Yeah, well, we got John from Wigham. John, John from, from Wingham's won it. John from, from Wingham. John from Wingham, up at beautiful uptown Wingham. There's yep. no downtown Wingham, it's all He's uptown. He's finally got it. He's finally, finally got, got it. John from so Wingham's got it, PA, so... The Tamp Highway Handicap, you finally got it. Now, everybody's gone to the Tamp Highway Handicap. And if you go down the page, you'll find something that was 100 to 1 yesterday. It's now 33 to 1 now. It's Stormy Witness. Is she not in a stormy mood, yelling and screaming? And is she as a witness in the witness for the prosecution? Because that's the name of the sh- that was the name of the movie. Witness for the prosecution. It's the best stage plays and everything else pale into insignificance. Thank you, my friends. We've got people waking in the wind to come come on, and they're all dirty at me that oh, I've held it up for so long. Thank you very much indeed, my friends. I've given it, done everything right. I've given the answer the whole box and dice. Thank you, Lucas. Good morning to you. Good on you, Paul. Paul Ambrosoli there with the Devordley competition. Tough one this week, punters. Tough one this week. But uh, there we go. Congratulations, John. Today's winner of the Devordley competition. Trading places next. Experience a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities, Hong Kong, with the Big Sports Breakfast team. Leaving December 5, you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge, plus head to Sha Tin for the four Group 1s and the World Turf Championships. And when you're not at the race course, you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax. Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong. Myself, Dave Stanley and Laurie Daly. For more information, go to ambassadortravel.com.au. Friday, September 15, get trackside for outstanding spring carnival racing on Sharp Office Newcastle Gold Cup Race Day. Featuring three Group 3s, including the $300,000 Sharp Office Newcastle Gold Cup. Plus, you can make it a two-day celebration and include Ladies' Day on the Saturday. Experience the pinnacle of spring racing in the Hunter at Newcastle Racecourse. Race Day packages are available now, so go online and secure your tickets at newcastleracecourse.com.au. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with senior trader Jay Huskell. Damn you, damn you, they're saying, damn you. <laughs> Let's get to Jay Huskell for Trading Places. How are you, Jay? Yeah, good morning, Luke. Going real early yourself, mate. That's what the punters say to the bookies sometimes. Damn you, damn you, you bookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe not after today. It looks a very uh, punter-friendly card at Rachel. Yeah, Hill. a few of these favourites look hard to beat, mate. Uh, we kick off with That's the midway true. handicap, and as we do, how do you think the track might play? 
Yeah, uh, run through. I think it's a standard race hill. You default is you want to be with horses in the first half of the field. Tough, tough track to make ground on. And yeah, we'll be uh, going for. We'll be looking after horses uh, in the first half and drawing inside. Race one. What are they doing? Bunker Hut popular. Yeah, he has been. He touched his shoulders three thirty some point this morning. He's looked very popular. He's getting back down there to that four dollar mark. It's a race where, yeah, there's, there's, you can make a case for a lot of these, I feel like. Bunker Hut's a lightly raced horse with a bit of upside. And uh, even the second pick here, Ironman at 550, it's, you know, it's only had a few career starts. Same as number 20, Extreme Spirit gets in really low at the weights. Ironman draws low. Even Defiant Hart here is coming out of a proper Saturday race where it you know, hit the line very well. I think it's a really deep race. I think we'll lay the whole field here and hopefully come away with a result. Race two, the Tab Highway. Yeah, pretty keen to take the top, take on the top two and betting here. Missile leader, the 10 here. It's a current market favourite. Open $7 earlier in the week, in the $3 now. A lovely race winner. Probably very likable for the punters, but all its forms on the camera act. And so we're really happy to take that on, on coming to a Saturday race on the grass. And atmospheric rock, the 11, it's a, it's a, it's a get-back type of horse. I think we'll be happy to take it on. It's second up here. And then uh, Miss Thatcher, Ollie Secret, happy to keep them safe and probably just again lay the field and hopefully come away with a result. What about race three, mate? What uh, What's your take on this staying race? Yeah, too much caviar looks really hard to beat here. You know, really tested Wine Glass Bay last start. First, first goal at 2,400. You know, it's had a few starts in his career getting it to, before getting out to his trip, but I can't see what's here to beat him. Duke of Hastings was good in Melbourne last start and probably draws to get the sack run behind him and potentially get past him if he's soft late. But, yeah, I think he just gets, he's just going to be that lone leader and he's going to be really hard to run down. So we'll probably keep him safe and try and uh, get uh, lay the rest of the field. Race four, Grace Styler, one of um, the popular horses in there at the tab, no doubt. Yeah, and we've decided to make her a lay of the day today. She's uh, she's 240 this morning. We uh, pushed her out to 270, best price anywhere in the market. So if anyone wants to back Grassella Sire, I should bet, bet with the tab. We, uh, we're pretty keen on the chance of unspoken here from Barrier 1. Uh, hit the line really well first up last prep, chasing a little wire who also lobs in this race, actually. But, yeah, just looks a progressive horse crying for a win. Trials were nice. Uh, even Venelope here, the 11. If you got the blinkers on here, Barrier 4, and, and to say we're intentions to settle closer. So, yeah, very happy to take on the favourite year, Grassella Sire. What about race five? Shorty here, how good are you? She looks hard to get past. Yeah, agreed, Luke. Uh, this race was a bit more interesting when there was a bit more speed on. The horses like Holstein from Barry 11 and even Hollywood Hero probably the more, more pace in the race. It would have been really nice to have them to, you know, probably soften her up. But, gee, she looks to get a really soft lead again here. And I know Mark West draws Barrier 1 and uh, probably get to, we'll get every possible to get past her. But she looks a tough, a tough little filly, a tough mare, sorry. Yeah, I, I think we're going to stick with a favourite here. Softening on Marcus, I think we'll lay it and happy to lay for you to see as well. Race six, the Chiraco. Yeah, pretty... Uh, the market's got this pegged as a two-horse race, but I think this goes a bit deeper. I, I think we're happy to lay both of the favourites here. I am these... She's not going to get a soft lead here. Queen of the Ball from Barrier One's going to definitely definitely uh, punch up and probably hold the lead. Cinderella Bay from two might even make it tough for I am to find a spot. And... Um, yeah, Zapatero, three trials coming in. She should be forward, but again, she's she's going to have to come from behind them, and she's a good fresh mare. Probably, 
probably deserving of favouritism here, but I think we can see uh, a three in front of both these two favourites. Two gotcha is probably due for some improvement, and we have been a bit more keen on Sunshine in Paris had the form around her stack up in the past few weeks with horses like two gotcha and uh, Cinderella Days even coming out of those three-year-old filly races, but... um. She did all that in her first prep last time in, so interesting to see the, the progression she makes here. Race 7 is the Ming Dynasty. Yeah, we probably like Tom Kitten here again. Barry 13 just looks so tough. I, I know he's got Nash on him. He probably will find a positive spot for him, but in, in worst-case scenario, he could be really, really far back in this field, so we'd have to lay him. And Cap Barrier 1, if it's another horse that gets back, but if it's ever going to have a chance of finding a spot and... You know, settling close enough. It's it's today, and it's got to it's got to settle forward here. I think, and if it wants to be a winning chance, I think the one we want to keep safe here is Raff Attack from Barrier Twelve. It it does look like it's the only speed in the race. Townsend does like to lead too, but it looks like a it looks like a horse that wants further, and you didn't troll very forward, so I'm not. I can't imagine if it would punch up and lead. So I think Raff Attack can cross and lead on its own, and it, uh, it was a pretty good impressive win on the Kenzo last start. Yeah, outside of that, I think a lot of the other chances in this race have drawn pretty poorly. So I think it's a I think it's a racing three, maybe. But yeah, happy to lay Tom Kitten. Race eight, run to the rose. You're getting cylinder out of it. Yeah, just had the two ten. I don't think we'll go too crazy chasing him out. I, I think he has a chance to lead this race. Um, from barrier four, no pace. Butch Cassidy looks like the only other possible pace in race, but he missed it last time. He settled in around midfield. Libertad, he'll be up there thereabouts as well from Barry 3. It was an impressive win last night by all reports. Had a lot of um, lot of improvement to come from that run. So, yeah, we'll probably we'll probably take on Stronger a little bit, but I don't think we'll chase him out too far. Libertad, happy to keep him where he is. Probably laid Don Corleone a bit more. I think um, he's one that's going to get a bit far back, and he's only really shown the ability to... Uh, produce on a fast run race. So I think he's a bit one-dimensional in that fact. So we'll probably just, yeah, I think I think we're happy to lay him. Race number nine is the Theo Mark Stakes. Uh, Argentia got as short as 3.40, but she's on the way back out now to 4.20. Yeah, very happy to get her back out to that 4.20 quote and hopefully beyond. I, I, I know she's third up and she's run enormous the first two. She's had three wide on, you know, three wide last start and hit the line very well, but yeah, gee, she's a man with some conviction, so we're very happy to take her on. And this is a pretty deep race. Margaret's got proper Group One form against you know, good horses, and he's been thereabouts. Madame Pomery was a fantastic return behind Pericles, who franked the form last week. Cross talks from Bay Twelve looks the only pace in the race, so he might get a soft lead and be hard to get past. Kovalika's in this race at eight fifty now. We're up about four sixty. He's obviously a, a horse with tremendous upside, and then even horses like Waterford first up gelded the inevitables. Finish, finish third in the All-Star well, It looks a deep race. I, I'm very happy to take on Argentini. And what about the last, race 10? Yeah, we, we put up a bit of a blue here. We put up 750 about the favourite here, red card. She's currently 260, so it's a, a pretty good advertisement for our early prices. If you want to take us on and bet early, uh, you should be betting with a tab. Yeah, but um, 220 she is now, actually, and uh, it's very very firm. I think she has to get out from that quote, but we won't be chasing her out. She just looks to lead this race, and yeah, she looks very she looks very strong here. I was pretty keen to take on Airman. His two wins last prep don't look to be of much substance. First up, there hasn't been any form out of that, and there was small margins in both wins. And Smashing Eagle's going to be back in the field again, hitting the line very hard. Extremely lucky. He's a, pretty, uh, a good watch here. I think he's one to watch. Back to 1,100. He's obviously shown a bit of potential. So, uh, But he's going to settle 
well back on the field. Mount Tai Barry Five potentially could hold a spot. But yeah, very happy to take on them, and I think uh, we'll try and try and limit the damage and red card as much as possible. And recapping the lay of the day, Grace Styler. Yep, correct. Two dollars seventy currently with the tab. Best price anywhere in the market. If you want to bag Grace Styler, you can bet at thetab.com.au. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure, mate. Jay Huskell there from tab.com.au, and that is trading places for another week. Straight to Peter Ellis we go in a sec from Orfordville, and we'll have a look at the quaddy legs. So I had a text from a listener um, a few weeks ago, or actually they texted a few times just asking about Morfordville and the preview, etc. and... Um, why don't we give it uh, more airtime? Well, the honest reason is we'd love to. Um, we love our Adelaide racing, but we just simply don't have the time. We are a Sydney radio station and we just fit it as best we can. It's great that we can still get it to air because uh, we love uh, hearing the thoughts of this great man who's on the line now, Peter Ellis, who's done all the form. How are you this morning, Pete? Oh, I'm well, thanks, Luke. You? Very, very well, mate. Uh, always great to get you on and get your thoughts on these quality legs. We start with the first leg. It's race number six on the car. Market in a sec, but which way have you gone here? Yeah, I'm with uh, Crown Harmonium. It's a pretty average race. In fact, there's not a lot of depth through the whole meeting, and some of the obvious ones have all shortened, including this ex South Australian horse, actually. It's going really well since moving to Kelvin Burke's uh, at Geelong. It was uh, second on its home track two runs ago. And then to Warwick can be a last week, and a pretty decent race behind uh, Golalitis, and uh, was, was fifth there, so. Um, back to a pretty average race. I've got it on top. I've got um, Charge in the Danger. Just got out to the 2000 last start, which was a plus for him. And uh, it does handle all conditions. It's sort of got the track of soft six, a bit of a rain through the week, but it's, the weather's okay today. Uh, I've got Seafaring. It was an improved effort uh, at the bridge last start. The negative with him, he's won one of 32. And I put the old 11 year old. Uh, in as a chance. His two runs back have been good and the extra trip suits him, but a toughish race on five, seven, nine and six. Race number seven is the second leg of the quality today. It's a benchmark 70-1300. Number six, Cool Magnum is the 225 favourite here, Pete. Yeah, looks this race has been heavily backed. Uh, it's had four runs back from a break, so you can imagine he's at his top now. He's been run down his last three. Uh, barrier three, three kilo claim. You're thinking that he'll eat throughout here. Left hand man's a bit of value. It was good first up just found the class too strong behind Alpine player. Looks the winner earlier in the day and got a claim here. Aguilettes, another one that's been back. They're about $26, although there's been scratchings. It's been racing well without luck. And uh, I thought Knightstown uh, had no luck this prep. The best runs have been on the park circuit. So I was 5, 1, 8 and 10. We move to race 8, 1,000 metres. Benchmark 64, favourite for this race, number one, Alpha Flight. Yeah, looks another favourite. Uh, looks very well placed on his best form. Just went too quick in front the other day and got run down behind Carla Dream and went fifth. But this is a much easier race. It's got the same weight here. So it's certainly the one to beat out post. Uh, it, uh, its last run was really good at Morfield there in the wheel box seat. It worked hard the other day. See Witness, uh, been freshened up. It's got a consistent record in this, uh, in this grade and did win a barrier trial there at Gawler. And I thought it's a race. It's not a quick backup, but it does like the park. So another tricky little race. So it was one, three, four, and seven. And the last race is race nine, 1400 metres, a benchmark 64. $4 the field here. Number seven, Connemara Queen up the top. Yeah, she's going well. I'm with Lord Luca. It was a winner first up over the 1400 in the parks. Three subsequent runs had no luck at all and does handle all conditions. Connemara Queen, the obvious danger, in career best form with that. Uh, 
a win aboard at Town, nice second about a club and a dominant win of Mount Gambia last time on a wet track. Easy camp, easy backing trip, but it was run down on a on a swoopers track the other day and uh, I thought that uh, Flyaways, uh, another one back in trip and in career best form. If you want to put one in at about $81, applied. That's good form before a break. First up was good at Balaclava in uh, course record time and then went to the parks last time. Just took off a mile too early and naturally got tired. So uh, it's worth throwing in at the big prize. So I was eight, seven, two and four. Have you got a best today? I thought there was a couple of bets. The prices are sort of trimmed up a bit. I did like Alpine Queen in race uh, in race two. It was tried over further last prep. It's early best sprinting, so it's two for two this prep over the 12 and the 12.50. And I thought Foxy Femme uh, said one run back. Very good there uh, on the parks. Three runs last prep. Uh, we're all solid. A winner second and unlucky fourth. So those are my two best. Uh, race two, number five, Alpine Flyer. Race three, number six, Foxy Femme. Have a great day, Peter. Thanks, Luke. All the best. Thanks for your time, mate. All the best to you as well. Peter Ellis there. And now with uh, uh, more, well, longer days uh, and the later starts to uh, the races, we should be able to, going forward, uh, do a full preview of Morfordville each and every week with Peter going forward now, which is fantastic for our uh, keen followers of South Australian racing on this program. That does it from me. Hope you have a great weekend, guys. Just a reminder, myself and Dave Stanley are in Dubbo tonight. We'll be at the Castlereagh Hotel for the Calcutta ahead of their big cup day on Sunday. So if you're in the area, make sure you get to the Castlereagh Hotel for uh, a fun night. We'll do uh, a Calcutta on the cup and have a bit of fun there tonight and there just may be an amber fluid or two consumed uh, by all. Have a great day. Simon Harrison in the chair to guide you through on the National Racing Service on Sky Sports Radio. Good luck today, everyone. Winter is over and spring racing is heating up across the Sunshine State. Queensland will be racing, pacing and chasing for pink this September with the return of Sky Racing Pink Ribbon Race Week. The Pink Field Week is bigger with great racing and fundraising to be held at the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast and Albion Park Brazen Harness. Each code will host its own pink ribbon race feature, raising vital funds in the fight against breast cancer. Don't miss the action as our industry supports the National Breast Cancer Foundation. For more details, check out racingqueensland.com.au Ready to run. He's parading really nicely. Stand by. Ready to go. Set down. Good line. Couple of them very edgy. Those in motion. All in. Wait for it. Get ready for the roll. They're off and pacing. Down and out of the gate. And the favourites found the lead. Welcome to Australia's most comprehensive racing coverage. She's winding up and have a look at her go. Still a leader. He's flat out. But look at this go. This is unprecedented. Races away. Can they get past him? Hanging on. Hanging on. Here she comes and there she goes. She just keeps fighting. She's Fair in the Durban Cup. Another sensational performance. She's the queen of the coast. A very exciting filly. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the National Racing Service with Simon Harrison. And a very good morning. We are right on half past 11. Lovely to have your company. My thanks to Luke Marlow for his help with HQ through this morning. We've got the first at Rose Hill in 20 minutes. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll get the tab movers with Nicole in around 10 minutes from now, around 11.40. And we'll take a look at that market with Darren and uh, kick it off on Run to the Rose Day at the Gardens at 10 to midday. Well, Annabelle Neesham has got Libertad line up in the run that arose this afternoon. It's a $4.20 chance with the tab fixed odds. And the informed Chad Schofield is in the saddle this morning. Our team caught up with Annabelle. Let's get to Annabelle Nisham, our next guest on this morning's show. How are you this morning, Annabelle? 
good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for your time this morning. Exciting day. You've got this unbeaten colt and this nice mare, Sunshine in Paris, both going to the races. And on her, I'm sure you're glad, you're glad she's still in the stable because she went through the sales there and there would have been a little bit of uncertainty as to her future for a while. No, exactly. I don't I don't normally hang around at broodmass sales, but I made sure <laughs> I was um, hanging around. You were just lurking. Um, for a few days there in May. Um, so, no, very, very grateful um, to have her back in the stable and looking forward to getting her underway today. She's never won the trials like a superstar, but she's just got a big motor. Are you happy with her today? Yeah, really happy with her. And you're right, she doesn't, you know, even against her own age group. You know, in those three-year-old fillies trials, she wasn't showing a huge amount, but she's, you know, she. I thought she trialled well at Ramwick the other day. They, you know, hooked fast horses like Lost and Running in the trial, and they, I think they ran up in about 32 for the 600. So I don't think she could have gone any quicker than that. Um, and you know, she's very clean-winded, ready to go. Really, her work Tuesday was the best we've seen of her. Um, I just feel like she's, yeah, just coming just coming together at the right time she's she's forward for this um we've got her as ready as we can to go first up not an easy race but uh the makeup of it looks good because we've got three fast horses here in a small field yeah exactly and she's probably a filly that's always better being you know she most of her runs she's been sort of midfield and i think the harder they go up front the better We'll see her finishing off. Um, she likes to just have one last crack at them. So hopefully, the, you know, the scenario suits her. Um, but, yeah, obviously she's going from a three-year-old to a four-year-old now. Um, it's a very good field. Um, so it's going to be no easy task. And, you know, she's not an overly big filly either, so she's got that group one penalty to carry. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't be any happier with her. She, she looks great. Um, she hasn't missed a beat. We've managed to... You know, prepare her as we wanted. It's been a smooth prep until now, so it's up to her now to go out and do it. But um, yeah, I'd be disappointed if she certainly wasn't there in the finish. He's an intriguing horse, this Libertad. He uh, he just looks untapped, and, and well, I think most people thought he'd need to run the other day. But boy, oh boy, I know it was a good ride, but he's still got the job done. Yeah, I, I, I thought he might just need the run as well. Um, even Chad, when he got off him in his second trial, he said a. Feels like he might need one more trial, and I said, "Well, there there isn't really anywhere to go now." Um, so we thought, "Well, we'd kick him off in the San Domenico." So it's a bit of a not necessarily a surprise as such, because actually, you know, the week leading into that race, we were very happy with him. Um, but it, it just took a while to come up. This prep originally, I'd planned to go to the Rosebud, so he'd actually been in work for quite a while. Um, but he, you know, he wasn't quite there in the coat, and he's still got a bit of improvement appearance-wise. I think he'll be. You know, hopefully cherry ripe again in two weeks. But um, his, he's come on again for that run. He's taken natural improvement, um, and obviously hasn't got that awkward draw uh, to contend with this week. Um, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't end up being awkward last week or two weeks ago. Chad somehow managed to get him in the perfect spot. Um, but he's a horse with good gate speed, and he makes his own uh, luck up on the pace. Yeah, and that, prob- that probably might be on the back of Cylinder here. That's how the map looks anyway. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I mean, as as we did a few weeks ago, we just said to Chad, ride the horse, you know, rather than worry too much about maps. Um, yeah. But at least here, you know, he's drawn to do no work to get into a nicer spot, all being well. Um, but, yeah, stronger race again. Obviously, Cylinder's, 
you know, very well credentialed horse. Um, another, a lot of the fields the same as a few weeks ago, but a couple of good additions. So it's going to be a great race, and you know, we'll certainly see where we stand after today. Um, Altai first run for you. You're uh, up to date with all his tricks and getting into the barrier and getting mini barrier and and all the all his little gear and what that he wears and all that. Yeah, well, the barrier attendants know him better than I. When I took him to the first trial, I rang Casey Fogden and I said, "Is there any tricks here?" And she said, "Just send him out early and leave him up to, to Dale and the team." So um, that's exactly what I've done. I don't know quite what they've they've somehow worked their magic. Um, with him um, so hopefully you know he's always raced uh, well fresh um, we found a, a race with a lot of depth to it that being mm. said it looks a, a great race today um, what, are you, what are you talking it, about guys he's quiet as a lamb isn't he Mountai <laughs> well funnily enough he's quiet around the yeah. table and actually quiet um, in the mornings um, other than yeah, he can get a bit keen in his work but yeah, he's, I think he's caused them all sorts of drama with, with the barriers. I think it took Casey and the team a while to figure him out, but they did a great job with him. They, you know, he, he was racing very well last season, so hopefully um, you know, hopefully I can do as good a job as her because yeah, she, she managed to figure him out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple in Brisbane, Bartholomew Diaz and Regal Pom races two and four. Yeah, old Bart, he's hard to catch. Um, always wins when you least expect it. He's flying at home. His runs on, you know, on paper um, haven't looked flash, but actually when you watch the watch him in his runs, he just keeps coming late. So we thought we'd step him up and trip again and see what he does today. But he's he's running out of time. He needs to win again. Um, if not, probably old age is going to catch up with him and he'll be looking to retire. But um, it'd be nice if he could go out on a high. Mm. Old age isn't catching up with Zaki. Is he? Where are we going to see him <laughs> next? <laughs> um, he'll he'll run this. Uh, in seven days um, we'll have him nominated in the seven and also down in Melbourne as well at, the, at this stage preference is to, it's to probably stay here in Sydney um, and then yeah four weeks into the King Charles after that beautiful thanks for your time Annabelle thank you very much have a great day there's Annabelle Neesham Duff um, strong hand in Sydney couple up there in Brisbane what were your takeaways from Annabelle's comments about Libertad obviously he was there to run well first up but it sounds like he was far from screwed down so I'm sure we can expect improvement today he's a very interesting horse as are all unbeaten horses and uh, yeah it would be interesting to see how he if he's you know, cleaned up in the coat a little bit, and if he can do it again at 1,200 this time, I keep saying it, but he, he looks like a 1,400-metre horse, but yeah. you don't know until they do it. And, uh, yeah, a great race, a great race. Mm, I, the whispers are uh, that Cylinder had a bit up his sleeve too from first up as far as a conditioning aspect. He was, he'd come back pretty big and strong this preparation. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's what, if you listen, and then, look, James knows his horse is back the front, so he'd be forthright in his comments with the horse, and that was, um, and he glows when you hear him talk, you can feel him through the through the phone, you know, like oh, yeah. he's, he just says, uh, no, 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 this is a good cult. Well, he gets his chance to prove it today. Yep, exactly. Uh, Nash, straight to the front. Okay, so Annabelle Deesham from a little earlier. The first at Rose Hill is just 12 minutes away. Let's head to Darren for an update on race one, the Midway Handicap. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you as well, Simon. This is a very deep midway. 
there's so many chances in this. May Rose has been trialling the house down and May Rose is going out at $13, has drifted three points in the last uh, 15 minutes or so. Defiant Hearts being one of the more strongly back runners, was 8.50 this morning into 6.50. Pot for Doe, 26, Divine Breath, 23. Irish Kisses at 34, first up from the break. Now, Bunker Hut's the favourite at 3.60. Uh, now, it was 3.90 a short time ago, so we'll see that move continues there on the Derby Runner Bunker Hut, but 3.60 now. Yeah, that sort of reflects what's happening on the NOP as well. Uh, Bundina on the drift out to 9.50. Miss Ciacconi at 61. Iron Man uh, resuming off a pretty smart trial at Hawkesbury. Iron Man at 5.50. He's rock solid, the Edo Rourke runner. Glacier Queen from a wide alley was 19 this morning into 15. Spicy Hot Pot, 21. Michelle's Girl, $51. And Extreme Spirit is solid enough in the market here at $6.50, dropping into Midway Company today. And Zach Lloyd riding on the way to 52 kilos. Oh, so many chances here. But the favourite is Bunker Hut, number eight. At 360, it's over 1,200 metres. And the first at Rose Hill, due in 10 minutes. Thank you, Darren. So race one, uh, Rose Hill, now 10 minutes away. Nicole Thomas joins me for a look at the Tab Beavers. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning to you, Simon. So we've just had the update there with uh, Darren. What are you seeing uh, from your end here for the Mid Midway Handicap? Yes, an interesting betting race, this one. Uh, look, there was money for Extreme Spirit, just easing out to six fifty now, but he's in from $8. But Defiant Hearts into six fifty from an opening $15. That's been an excellent move in this race. And I will mention Bunker Hut. It's $3.60, but just been slightly easy. So let's go Defiant Heart. A nice move for number three. So race one, number three over to race number two. The Tab Highway is over $1,400. Missile Leader is the one here, number 10. It's $3 now. We did bet $5. And there's been market support this morning as well. Outside of that, Ollie's Secret, number 7. There's a bit of support. $9 into 6. That's a decent move. But Missile Leader, clearly our tab mover, number 10. So number 10 there in race 2 over to the third event. This one's over 2,400 metres. Another pretty good betting race here. And Duke of Hastings, it's into three fifty. We did bet $4. Again, it's been easy this morning, though. Casual connections come in, number 6. Now it's into $6. Or $7.50 in from 14 so a decent move there. A couple of roughies to throw in, Nordic Pride and Olympic Gates. They've both been backed, but I think Casual Connection, I'll put it on top, number six. So number six there in the third race, over to the fourth event. This is the Ranvid Handicap, over 1,500. There was early support for Grassilli Styler number three, but that sort of stopped now, and it's only been solid at that 270 mark with money for unspoken number two. It keeps shortening in. It's 360 now, in from 850 on opening, and highlights are certainly a roughie punters have liked all the way through betting. It's a $15 chance now, highlights, and well supported number seven, but I think unspoken clearly the best mover in the race, number two. So, race four, number two, over to the fifth, the New South Wales Thoroughbred Breeders Handicap, over 1800. We've got a shorty here. How good are you? Number nine. It's a dollar seventy-five now. Punters think it'll win. It's in from two twenty-five overall. That's even after taking into account an early deduction too. Akabaka. It's a roughie that punters like. Number ten. It's a thirteen-dollar chance in from twenty-one. And Pierre Rossa was backed earlier. That money sort of dried up a little bit though. So how good are you? Clearly the one here, the favourite. Number nine. Number nine in race five. Break six is the Shiraco stakes for the girls over twelve hundred. 
Well, Zapoteo and IME were similar prices before, but the money's really started to come for Zapoteo now, number five. They started the same price, three sixty, but now Zapoteo's into $2.40 and IME is three thirty. So Zapoteo is clearly the one here, number five. Number five in race six, race seven, kicks the quaddy off. It's the Ming Dynasty over 1,400 for the three-year-olds. Tom Kitten, it's just shortened in, uh, only just in the last sort of minute or so. Tom Kitten, number three, our favourite, it's now $2.90. It was $3.60 not too long ago, so money coming for Tom Kitten and good support too. Outside of that, Kintyre, number 13's been supported as well, and maybe 18 Ashfall, just a little bit of market support. But really, it's all about Tom Kitten here, our favourite, number three. Tom Kitten there in race seven. Uh, over to race eight. This is the group two run to the rose uh, for the three-year-olds over 1,200. Interesting betting race with Cylinder just easing out of touch to $2.10 from $2 this morning. And Libertad number three coming in to $4.20 from $4.60. So Libertad shortening. Uh, Don Corleone number four. It's had some market support into $8.50. And a Rafi Nadal number 10. It's into $15 from $23. They're the movers with Cylinder drifting out of touch. I'll go Libertad on top number three. So number three there in race eight. Race nine is the group two Theo Mark stakes over $1,300. Going to go move for Argentia here. It'll be the market mover number nine. It's three seventy now, in from six dollars fifty. So Bunner's pretty keen on it. Outside of that nugget, though, number four has been well supported as well. It's been nine dollars into six dollars. But Argentia number nine, our tab mover. So number nine in race nine and race ten. Nick, the last is the precise air handicap over eleven hundred. There's a good move here for our favourite red card, number four. Punters coming home with it in the last, seven fifty into $2.30. So that has been a really huge move for red card. Outside of that, there aren't too many others that have shortened. Extremely lucky, number three. Overall has been $10 into eight fifty. But really, punters like red card here, number four. So red card, number four in the last. And what is the best at Rose Hill? I think it's How Good Are You? Um, it's number nine in race five. It's now $1.75, Simon. Excellent. Thanks very much, Nicole. We'll get you back on after this first at Rose Hill and take a look at the movers for Doomben. Sounds good. Thanks, Simon. Right, there's just one more runner in the yard that our team on Sky Central are having a look at. Greg Radley is there with Ron Duffersey and Corey Brown. They're looking at the emergency here, which is Extreme Spirit. It's in the market, too, at $7.50. Pretty open affair, the midway, which kicks the card off. It's due in just over five minutes. Bunker Hut, currently the $3.70 favourite. Let's pick up some audio now from our team on Sky Thoroughbred Central. The last runner has just left the yard. OK, we'll get Corey's thoughts and Chantel's thoughts in a moment. Ed O'Rourke has Iron Man. Corey just commenting nice and forward uh, in the mounting yard today for his first up assignment. Yeah, he is. Uh, that was a nice trial. We've done a fair bit of work with him at home, but there's still improvement to come. Obviously, you can see that in his coat and condition. Uh, but his work's been very good, and we can't fault him at all. At all. And you picked this uh, midway out, a fair way out, did you? A nice starting point? Yeah, it's a nice starting point. This, he can progress to the midways this way and um, we can see what, where he can progress to. He's done nothing wrong last prep. He was still mentally immature right. and he's going to hopefully, I think he's come on a lot this prep, so if we see that, he might be able to put together what he's been showing us at home. Ready to run Will? Yeah, exactly. Good luck, Ed. Thank you. Ed O'Rourke with Iron Will. Okay, Corey, some really nice type stepping out here. I could have put probably three or four on 
top based off how look, well they looked. They actually looked outstanding, they are, the whole lot of them. Um, I end up settling on number 11, Iron Man. I just think Ed O'Rourke has got this horse really wound up. Love the way the horse has been trialling. It just looked absolutely terrific in the yard. I'm going to go with number 20 right down the bottom. It is Extreme Choice who looked fantastic. He's fit now. He's had the month between runs. Got a little bit buzzed up in the horses when he can it off, but there's certainly nothing wrong with his appearance. Iron Man for Corey, Extreme Spirit for myself. I am 8, 20, 3 and 9. I'm with Bunker Hut here. I think uh, he uh, presents well first up. Seems to be a little confidence around him. He stayed solid in the market and I think he's... Uh I think he's got better form than this lot, really. I think the three-year-old's the danger. Extreme spirit down the bottom, mapping well for this uh, star apprentice, Zach Lloyd. Uh, Defiant Heart comes out of a very strong race as far as uh, the form line for this race is concerned last time. And nine, Bundina is the improver. Third up, very fit now, and good draw helps. I'm eight, twenty, three and nine, Tim. Plenty of confidence around this fave here in the first race. So eight, twenty, three and nine, the numbers there from Duff. Bunker Hearts at three seventy, Defiant Heart at five dollars fifty, and uh, six dollars then for Iron Man. Having a look at what's happening through the Tab Jockey Challenge, and Zach Lloyd is three twenty, Nash Wheeler is three eighty, Tyler Schiller is at four twenty, Rachel King is at seven dollars, and just looking at some of the other Jockey Challenge markets, Doombin, well their first race is due in ten minutes. Ben Thompson is three twenty, Bailey Wheeler is three forty, CJ Graham is six dollars. James Orman is at $9. For Fee and Stakes Day at Mooney Valley, it's the any other jockey option, which is in fact favourite. It's at $3.60. Blake Shin is at $4. Carleen Heffold, $6.50. Uh, Jamie Carr, $7. Mark Zara, $7.50. And Craig Williams at $8. We'll get the tab movers for Mooney Valley following the first at Doombin. It is Cox Plate preview day. You win the Fee and you are into the Cox Plate. So that'll be a top race later on this afternoon. Having a look at the jockey challenge for Kembler, Alicia Collett is two ten. Lee Magorian three forty. Keegan Latham at six dollars out to eleven dollars. Then for Heavy Vanderhoven, uh, looking at the jockey challenge for Morfordville, and Kelsey. Hannon is at two dollars seventy. Ben Price is three forty. Taylor Childs is seven fifty, and Lachlan Neendorf is at nine dollars. With the Jockey Challenge for the Gold Coast, Emily Lang is a dollar eighty-five. Noel Cano's two twenty, and it is Cairns Abbott today as well uh, in uh, far north Queensland. Ryan Wiggins in the Jockey Challenge there, very short. He's a dollar thirty. He's a threes on pop. Ryan Lacey Morrison on the next line at three sixty. Write your own ticket for the rest. So good afternoon awaits us. They are racing in the west at Belmont later today. Perth rated a good for its family stakes day. Their first race uh, due our time at 2.49. Now let's head to Darren Flindell for race one at Rose Hill. Yeah, thanks, Simon. So this is the midway to kick off the card today at Rose Hill. Great program ahead and we're on good going as well. With the penetrometer reading this morning at 4.96, 4.96. Bunker Hut resuming, well-supported favourite into 370. And Defiant Heart has been the other that's been subject of good backing into 550. Number 11, Iron Man, rock solid at $6. Nice trial winner at Hawkesbury leading up to this Iron Man. And uh, did beat Mirror View in that trial. 
Mirror View won the Mona Lisa. Thanks, Tim. Uh, they are getting set here for the opening race of the day. And it's around Bunker Hut and Defiant Heart of the primary runners with Iron Man, trained by Ed O'Rourke, and then Extreme Spirit. Bundina moving up into the gates. John Thompson with just the one runner today. John Thompson with the one horse today being Bundina, who's loaded into the gates. John has let one of his star stable staffers off today, Marissa Ingelmo, celebrating her 50th birthday. So all the best to you, Marissa. And Bundina is locked away. Putfordo comes up and Divine Breath goes in. Tell you what, if Bundina wins, it'll all be on Marissa's tab tonight, I dare say. At the big celebrations, Irish Kisses goes in and Glacier Queen is the last to move in. But Bunker Hut's been really well backed and Defiant Heart. This is a very deep midway today. Many chances. But most punters believe Bunker Hut is the one. So we're just about ready now. Tyler Schiller in the saddle. Big day of racing ahead here at Rose Hill. Theo Marks Day. And we're ready to go. Great line out of the gates. Irish Kisses jump well. So did the favourite Bunker Hut. <clears throat> Spicy Hot Pot showing a bit of zip as well. And the very well supported Defiant Heart is quickly on the scene. Defiant Heart's looking for the lead. Taking it now from Spicy Hot Pot. Followed by Divine Breath Bunker Hut. And Iron Man is sliding along the rails fast improving. Now caught out deep there is Irish Kisses. Followed by Michelle's Girl getting up on the inside. Bundina between them. Further back to Checkoni Girl. Extreme Spirit well back from Putt for Doe, Glacier Queen and Mayrose sees them all. 600 metres to go. Defiant Heart shows the way narrowly from Spicy Hot Pot. Divine Breath in third. Iron Man <coughs> getting a terrific run fourth on the rails. On the inside of the favourite Bunker Hut. Then came Irish Kisses. Extreme Spirit is pulling deeper out and a good way back there is Putt for Doe. Spicy Hot Pot races up now. Races to a narrow lead from Defiant Heart. Iron Man's taking the inside run and powering home. Iron Man moved up to Spicy Hot Pot. Bunker Hut on the scene. Iron Man and Bunker Hut fighting it out. Bunker Hut going to Iron Man and Bunker Hut too strong. Bunker Hut gunned down Iron Man and Glacier Queen third. Then came either Defiant Heart or May Rose for four. Spicy Hot Pot Extreme Spirit next. Further back to Michelle's Girl. Then came Irish Kisses from Bundina. A margin back in the field to Miss Cecconi from Putfordale and Divine Breath. Favourite too good there, Bunker Hut. Tyler Schiller was very well positioned in the run. Iron Man <coughs> momentarily looked the winner there. And Glacier Queen from well back thundering home into third. 3.8160 the tab payout for Bunker Hut. $2.40 Iron Man. $4.50 for Glacier Queen. Interim placings 8, 11, 12. Standing by for the full list of numbers to go up on the board. Fourth resting between Defiant Heart, who on the inside will hang on for fourth position. Defiant Heart, number three. Okay, the winner there for Derby Racing, Bunker Hut, trained by Michael Friedman, handled by Tyler Schiller, a four-year-old gelding by Sava Beal at a pretty third success. And the first time he's been able to win on a first-up basis. Gunning down Iron Man, given the run of the race by Rachel King, trained by Ed O'Rourke at Hawkesbury. Glacier Queen, a thundering home into third, David Fire for Dylan Gibbons, and Defiant Heart hanging on to fourth. Interim placings, eight. 11 12 3 on the first of the day. 
Thank you uh, very much there, Darren. So here at Tate's 8 Bunker Hut as per turn, 381.60, 11-Man 2.40, 12 Glacier Queen 4.53.4, Quinella was 10.30, Exacta 21.50, Trifecta $260.10. The first four paid $668.70. And race number two, the Tab Highway is due at 25 after 12, early favourite missile leader at $3. It was three quarters by a half, those margins, the first. It was 109.9. Home in 34.49. Before Brisbane, uh, which kicks off in four minutes at Doombin, let's take a look at these tab movers. Nicole Tam Thomas is back with me. And Nicole, what are they backing in the first, which is a Phillies and Mares class, three over 1,200? Yeah, this is really... Tussle between Outlawed and Tiger Shark. They're the favourites. Outlawed has actually come in to $2.40 in from $2.90. And the move for Tiger Shark is good too. $3.80 into $2.80. So punters really like both of these favourites. Just with $2.40 now, Outlawed, that's the way I'll go. Number eight. Number eight there in the first. Stab at a race two. The Drinkwise Benchmark 90. It's over 2200 Punters have settled on uh, Galifianakis here, number six, our favourite. It's really heavily back too, 280 into $2.10. And looking outside of that, there's not anything else that's really shortened. The most solid one outside of that is Nikau Spur, number four. But Galifianakis, clearly our market mover, number six. Number six there in race two, over to race three. This one's a benchmark 70 over the 1,615 metres. Dark Harmony's been well supported for 415 overall after a deduction taken out into 360. And also money, a little bit of support for Ancient Egypt, not too much. Uh, She's a firecracker's come in. An excellent support for Yangari, number 12, 11 into 650. So do note that. But I'll go with Dark Harmony as the best mover, number 11. So number 11 there, one for Chris Bunt. Save it to the fourth again over the 1615. It's a class six uh, at set weights. Yeah, there's three good moves in this race. I think the best of them, though, is Regal Pom number 10. It's four forty now in from $7. So we'll go Regal Pom on top as our mover. But there is some money for Be Water My Friend into four forty as well. And Betcha the Crown, number 9 into five fifty. But Regal Pom on top, number 10. Number 10 in race 4 to race 5. This one's the Forex No Metro wins over 1350 it's really between two runners here. Cronenborg, number three, well backed into $4. And Preach, number 16, well backed into four forty. They actually opened the same price, $9.50. So the slightly better move is Cronenborg, number three. That's race five, horse three. Race six kicks the Brisbane Quaddy off. It's for Stronger at Aquas. Acutest three-year-old handicap over the 13.50. Punders keen on both of the favourites here. Deep Respect and Spin Doctor. They've both been backed. Deep Respect, it's 2.40 now. It's actually in from 3.30, so it's a decent move percentage-wise. And Spin Doctor's been 5.50 into 3.50. It sounds more impressive, but I think Deep Respect is the better mover. So number four on top. Race six, number four. Let's look at race seven now. The Bundaberg Rum Doombin Mile. Uh, uh, 1,615 metres, the trip. Well, Never Know More was backed in from a big price, number seven. This was about $17, backed into $9. Hot Spring Gold backed into $5.50 from $7.50. And Bar None is a bit of a roughie. It's $13. It's been back too. But I think the one I'll make the mover is the one that's been supported today, Tidal Creek, number 10. It's four twenty in from four sixty. So number 10 on top. Number 10 over to race eight. A benchmark 75 over the 1110. I was going to put Low Melody on top, number nine, but it's just drifted out a touch a bit easy out to $3.90 this morning with Thelwell well supported, number 14, 10 into 6.50. Excellent support there. And I think there's been really good move for Mushiali as well today, number 12, into 4.60 from $5. Look, there's some good moves there. I'll still go Thelwell. I think number 14 is the best. 14 the best there. Race eight, race nine is the, uh, the lucky last. It's over 1110. 
We've got a good one here, Simon. Situation room number 10. Gee, punters coming home with this one in the last. Looks like $7 into $2.60. There is a 15 cent deduction. So we've bet about $6 into $2.60. Clearly the one outside of that. There is a roughy Star Virgo at $17. It's in from a big price. But situation room number 10 on top. Situation room there in the last. What was the best, Brisbane? I think that might be it. Situation room, race nine, number 10. You have to be patient for the last. It's into 260 now, Simon. Excellent. Thanks very much, Nick. We'll check the Mooney Valley movers with you after this race at Durban. Great. Thanks, Simon. I'm telling you about Windy Peak, a blend of three whites and three reds from the stable of famous de Bortoli wines. Try Windy Peak Chardonnay. Affordable, medium-bodied, with an excellent finish. Windy Peak Chardonnay by de Bortoli. What we'll do is head to Josh Fleming now for race one. Doombin, uh, Outlawed is at 2.25 and Tiger Shark is 3.20. They are the top two in the market here. Well, now class three plate, four fillies and mares over 1,200. And uh, beautiful, fine and clear day. Great sporting weekend in Brisbane. The Broncos winning last night. The Lions at the Gabba tonight. Lovely weather for it as well. Now Lorena going in. And GBS and La Petite Missile will go forward and racing about to get underway. So Outlawed, opening favourite of the day as La Petite Missile walks in. Stand by for race one. First at nine, lights on, 1,200. Outlawed the fave. An attendant hopping in with one. Now we're right racing. Bafana dawdled out. Tiger Shark, the inside began well. Outlawed is about fourth early doors. Going for La Petite Missile. Likewise, jump and fly. Next, the inside is Outlawed fourth and piece of turf is fifth. And they're well clear here from Cotty. Yellow Hammer's on the rail and further back to Dramatica. Bafana the inside ahead of a few and they include Shape and Power. Iron Grace and Lorena. Last of all, GBS as they swing down the side. So Tiger Shark in front. Second now, Jump and Fly. Third, La Petite Missile. Outlawed is fourth on the rail now, making ground. Further back to Piece of Turf, and they're clear now from Yellow Hammer. Cotty's on the outside. A length and a half to Bafana. Dramatic is going forward out three wide. Bafana's improving on the rail now. Iron Grace on the fence and Shape and Power. Inside the 400 metres mark, a Tiger Shark in front. Running through is Outlawed about a length and a half away. Back to third, Jump and Fly. Next, the inside, Yellow Hammer. And back behind those is Piece of Turf, but Tiger Shark at the 200's clear at the moment. Over two lengths in front. Trying hards, Outlawed. Yellow Hammer's up to third, but Tiger Shark in front. Outlawed's a length and a half away. Tiger Shark in front and Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark's one from Outlawed and Yellow Hammer, followed by Piece of Turf, Dramatica, Bafana, Iron Grace and Cotty. Further back in the run there was Shape and Power. And then we had La Petite Missile, Jump and Fly, Lorena and GBS at the rear. So that's race one. Durban there and one here for Tiger Shark for Damien Thornton. 361.50 Outlawed second 120 and Yellow Hammer at 360 at 16.8 and 15. Now we're going to take a look at the Tab Evers for a terrific day of racing at Mooney Valley and their first race is only 10 minutes away Nicole, let's look at what's happening in race one which is a three year old handicap over 1500 metres Yeah, I had Autumn Angel on top here at the Valley, uh, 225 it got into 210, it's just back out to 215 so pretty solid this 
morning, so there's no real move inward for it. But Fists of Fury, number three, it actually drifted to six this morning. It's into $4.80. So that's the way I'll go. Fists of Fury, number three. So number three in the first over to race two, the PFD Food Services Handicap. It's a benchmark 70 over 1,600. It's a good betting race, this one. Money for plenty of runners. Socken on, number five. It's 5.50 in from nine, so decent support there. Well, bits are down the bottom, number 14. It's $8.50 in from 14. So that's been a nice move. They're probably the two best of them. Bit of money for Galactic Fury as well. But I'll go socken on, number five on top. So number five there, one for Ollie and O'Sullivan. Uh, over to the third event. Now, this one's over the Mooney Valley, 2040. Magnus Spin number four is our favourite. It's two ninety. It's come in slightly from three dollars, but there's money for a few others, including Lord Duquois number six. It's seven fifty in from nine, and Super Stock is the other one. Super Stock's actually coming to five fifty from about the seven dollar mark, and I think the most recently supported one. So let's go Super Stock number five. Okay, so that's one for Mark and Lee Kavanagh there. Five dollars fifty currently for Super Stock in the third. Let's look at race four. This one is the Drummond Golf Handicap over twelve hundred. Only one here. It's very popular. Recommendation number five. Our favourite at the dollar sixty-five mark in from two thirty. So punters pretty keen on it. They think it'll win, and it's the anchor to many, many a multi today, Simon. So that's in race four. Hour. Let's have a look at race five. This one's the twelve hundred metre three-year-old uh, Mackenzie Stakes. Brave Mead was the early money horse. The money's dried up just a touch, easing out to three eighty now. Centre fire number five has been ten dollars into five fifty, a decent move, and a mer number one into six fifty from eight. I think centre fire is a nice move though. So number five. So that's race five, number five. Let's look at race six. This is the uh, the list of Atlantic jeweled stakes for the three year old fillies. Punter's keen on Charmstone here. Number one, 280 in from 380. It's a decent move for the favourite. Outside of that, there aren't too many others that have been supported. Treasure Way, number two, is Ruffy, 17 into 14. But clearly, Charmstone is the one, number one. So, number one, Charmstone there, race six over to race seven. The first leg of the Melbourne Quaddy is due at 25 to four. It's again over the Mooney Valley, 2040. Barclay Square, number seven, it's the favourite at $3.80. It's just been slightly easy this morning, but if you take into account the early market, it's been $4.80 into $3.80, and I can't really find anything else that have been sort of uh, spec to beat it today. So let's go with Barclay Square on top, number seven. Okay, so number seven, Barclay Square there in race seven. Uh, race eight, the second leg of the quarter is the Group 2 Middies McEwen Stakes, and here we see the resumption of Giga Kick. We do. We're excited to see this. So $1.95 in from $2 for Giga Kick, our favourite, number one. There is money for, well, there was only money for Rothfire. It got into four forty, back out to 5 That's what it opened. And Zoo Style, number three, it's been backed into 11 from $15 overall. I'll go with Giga Kick, though. It's a mover. Number one, $1.95. OK, that's uh, race eight, number one. Over to race nine. This is the Fee and Stakes, the Group 2 Fee and Stakes, a win. And you are into the WX Cox Plate. Let's have a look at what's happening to the market here. Yes, a good betting race. So there's money for three. Uh, look, I'll mention Globe is the favourite. It's 350, but it actually has drifted out. Tuvalu, number one, has been backed into five from nine. Pounding, number six, is good money for it into 850 from 13. And Attrition is the other one, number 13. $7 in from 10. So a good betting race. Look, I'll go slightly Tuvalu on top, number one. Okay, yeah. Lake Shin partnering for Lindsay Smith, uh, the Turak winner from last season. $5 there, race nine, number one, Tuvalu. And race 10 the last is for Powerflow Solutions and it's over the mile. 
Hennessy Lad, pretty popular favourite here, number 10, 370 into 340 is the move. A couple of others certainly worth noting though, Russian Roni, it's into $7 from 16 and Real Sensation, number 13, it's a $7 chance now in from 12. But Hennessy Lad goes on top, number 10, our favourite. Number 10 in the last, what is the best in Melbourne? It's short now, I'm going with recommendation, race for number 5, it's $1.65, Simon. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Nicole. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thanks, Simon. You too. This first at Boonie Valley is only four minutes from now. Here's David Gailey. Boonie Valley, race one, three-year-old handicap, 1,500. Going one, seven, three and eight. One is a Palio who is an effortless maiden winner fresh. Did beat Alba V8 in a group to VRC Sire before the spell. These are the only two runs in the blinkers. I think can go on with it here. Autumn Angel... Beat Allbar, a smart uh, stablemate in Legacies on debut. Quickly spelled, returned with a nice win at Lakeside. Ran useful time, about a length and a half above average there off a good speed. I think 1500's the tick here. Fist of Fury, peeled by it a long way from home last start against the pattern and held on okay. Of course, wasn't far off a poorly when they clashed in that VRC size. And Mary Gold has a case, 173 and 8. So Mooney Valley race number one is only a couple of minutes away and with the market, Autumn Angel is $2. Apulia is at four eighty, and Fists of Furious at $5.50. After Mooney Valley, Ben Hall will join me for best bets at Kembla Grange and also Brett Davis will be on for a look at uh, Morfordville. It's six minutes past 12. And here is a champion. Cracksman wins the champion in fantastic style. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Hello, Frank Walker from National Times. Frank, you've been advertising on radio for over 25 years now. Yep. Radio has built the National Tiles brand. Why has it been so effective? Well, radio builds trust. They trust our brand. It's helped make us the largest family-owned tile company in Australia. Your lifetime guarantee. Frank, you had me at hello. <laughs> That's the power of radio, Grace. Discover the unlimited ways radio can build trust in your brand at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. Hastings, New Zealand uh, will continue with their kind of racing. Race 5 is due to jump in nine minutes. And uh, Tokyo Tycoon is the $1.60 favourite in the El Rocker. It's Group 1 Racing today from Hastings with the Westbury Stud Tarzino Trophy. Now, that's Race 9. It'll jump um, $2.35. Uh, Eastern Standard, Legato, the Australian Guineas winner from the autumn, is the $3.20 favourite. There's been money for Sharp and Smart. Uh, he's into six dollars now. I think they were betting seven fifty. Mickey McNabb partners the New Zealand Derby winner, um, and uh, La Creek is at six dollars fifty. Dragon Leap is at seven dollars and fifty cents. But it's Legato, the favourite, at uh, three dollars twenty. Therefore, the Tarzino Trophy later on today. They've also got the Gold Trail for the uh, three-year-old fillies as well. Mooney Valley about to load race one. I'm telling you about Windy Peak. 
a blend of three whites and three reds from the stable of famous De Bortoli wines. Try Windy Peak Shiraz, memorable for its simplicity and excellent finish. Windy Peak Shiraz by De Bortoli. Who else? We saw V8 to do its thing last week at Caulfield. So they're the two main runners in this. Dual pressure, hitting the line well on a track suiting ambassadorial here the other day. So even though Autumn Angel has been particularly well found, this 1,500-metre three-year-old contest is uh, much more than a one-horse race. There's plenty of quality there. So it's a mild day so far here in Melbourne, even though we're expecting pretty ordinary conditions at 15 degrees. Uh, it's been a sunny morning, bit of cloud cover. Five mil of irrigation placed on the track in the last 24 hours, and they're moving in. Getting set. First events. Fists of Fury is in with also Apulia. Dual pressure loading up now with Damien Lane in the saddle. Here is Warlords joining them. Autumn Angel also about to come forwards. Of course, Damien Lane's had a, quite a bit of success with the fee and stakes, winning with Bonneval in 2017, and that's a famous win on Humidor in 2020. So Marigold is going to be the last with Tatum Bull. Field of seven for this opener. First of ten on fee and day. Marigold takes the outside. And they're locked away. Set to run. Racing now. Ruminate from barrier number four away pretty well with Marigold ridden for speed and fists of fury. Not too far away is dual pressure looking for a sit as well as they charge to the first corner. And they got away about four lengths Autumn Angel Apulia and at the tail of the field is Warlords. 1,200 metres to go. Marigold is forcing the pace and will go to the lead here from Ruminate and they were followed by dual pressure who's all of a sudden four off the lead as Marigold blasts away with a 1,000 to go. They were followed in fourth place by Fists of Fury, a length and a half of Puglia. Autumn Angel second last, Warlords last as they really do string out. Mary Gold has run it hard, runs to the 800 metres and led six lengths. Ruminate second, a length and a half, Jewel Pressure, two lengths, Fists of Fury, a length and a half, Autumn Angel, followed by Apulia and three lengths to Warlords by the school at the 600 metres. It's Mary Gold in front but they're coming back to it now. Three lengths to Ruminate and Jewel Pressure, two lengths, Fists of Fury, then came Apulia dug up from Autumn Angel who looks to be in an awkward place at the moment six lengths Warlords, so Marigold retreating before the corner, Jewel Pressure's got it, with room and eight Autumn Angel hits a brick wall, Fists of Fury around her, as they come around the turn, it's Jewel Pressure in front, Autumn Angel's probing for the gap and got it, then Fists of Fury, Apulia it's Fists of Fury at the 100 metres with Autumn Angel, and Apulia late the outside, Fists of Fury in front, Fists of Fury holding on and Fists of Fury won it by three quarters of a length to a photo Autumn Angel or Apulia, then Jewel Pressure. Next in the field, Ruminator Gap, Marigold, and at the tail, Warlords. There's our mover there. Three fists to Fury, Jai McNeil riding for Team Hawks. $5. Uh, in fact, $4.90 and $2.50 it's paid. Paid $5 with the fixed. It is a photo for the miners there, but fists of fury saluting in the first at Boonie Valley. Let's take you to Kembla Grange now for best bets. Ben Hall, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon to you, Simon. Good afternoon, everyone. A uh, big day of racing here at Kembla. Eight events, first at a quarter to one. And uh, two best for me, race number seven, number ten, right this way. Was a winner here last time out in a Phillies and Mares maiden set way. 
eighth race. I think it's very well placed. He gets it to a Phillies and Mares benchmark 64. So I think that's uh, well placed by the stable here. Michael Friedman, Keegan Latham from the inside gate. I'll make it our best. Currently 2.10 with the tab. So race 7.10 right this way. I'll make it our best on the program. Uh, second best bet. We'll go back to race 5 here. I thought number 3 built. Uh, it's going to be a great duel here with Ravello number four, but I think uh, the run at Warwick Farm in that graduation race wasn't too bad. Beaten four lengths. Fifth at Gosford in provincial grade two starts ago back in May. So blinkers go on today as well. Uh, Chris Waller trains Lee Magorian from the inside gate. So that's a significant uh, gear change there for Built. First up from a break. We'll make it an each-way special race, 5-3 Built. Good luck with your investments today. First at Kembla at a quarter to one. Correct weight, Durban, 16 8 15 and 7. Piece of turf was fourth there. We do have correct weight. Now, Booney Valley, three fists of fury. It was 490 and 250. One ran second. It paid 210. Third was seven autumn angel. There was no divvy. And four dual pressure ran fourth. Cornella was $10.10. Exact at 20.90. Trifecta, $38.80. And the first $414.90. Uh, race two from the valley is due at 12.40. And the early favourite is the creator. At $5. Mark Hunter's best bet, race 10, number 13, Real Sensation. And Warren Huntley has given us race 6, number 1, Charmstone. Race 8, number 1, Giga Kick. And race 10, number 2, Ulysses. Surely we'll get uh, Brett Davis on the line from Mill to take a look at the best in Adelaide. But for now, let's head back to Darren Flindell and update race 2 at Rose Hill. OK, Simon, this is the Tab Highway Market Stars of the Yumbe number 2 at $26. Chase My Crown at 8 Possibly so, 51 Just Go Bang at $21. Ollie's Secret. This been well back today into 5 50 Keep On Going, 41 Missile Leader is the favourite at 3 50 Been flying in Canberra. Atmospheric Rock on the seven-day backup, 5 50 Miss Thatcher, she's right in the market at 4 60 Master of rewards at 81 and then the four Danny Williams runners of course he's got the well fancied atmospheric rock and then he's brought four others up for the trip. Montebello's Charm 51, Stormy Witness 34 Gypsy Romance 126 Woodsy 100 before the favourite came out, take the kitty has been sold to Hong Kong, uh, all of those runners were 200 to 1 so we take the kitty out, race favourite is Missile Leader at 3.50 and the Tab Highway due in 9 minutes First up this morning, big news for our national sport, cricket. Cricket? The, Sorry, but our national sport what? is not cricket. Yeah, it's Aussie rules. No, it's rugby league. No, cricket was played first. Soccer's played the most. No, but the, well, the world would argue yeah. swimming. We ski almost as much as cricket. Sport is our sport, and it's all better on the Tab app. Tab. We're on. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. That's why I'm a proud ambassador for the Australian Road Safety Foundation. September marks Rural Road Safety Month. Now, it's a national initiative to highlight the horrific stat that two out of three fatalities occur on our roads happen either in rural or regional areas. We're calling on you to choose road safety every time you're behind the wheel. I choose road safety for every single road user. Who do you choose it for? We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. 
We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. South Australian racing this afternoon is at Morfordville. Now they're on a soft six race caller. Brett Davis joins me now. Uh, Brett, uh, good morning to you. Hello, Simon. Good morning, everybody. Yes, Morfordville Parks today. Really looking forward to what's a fabulous day of racing right across Australia. And hopefully we can do our part here in SA to find a few winners for everybody. I'm suggesting the best bet of the day, Simon, is Chicago Storm, race two, number three. This is a really nice horse, building a really nice record. He's had 14 starts now, five wins, six seconds. He's very well placed today, I think, with a three-kilo claim after a first-up performance where he won, beating Cool Magnum. He just continues to raise the bar and he can find under pressure. He's also got gate speed too, so he can jump be with them early, sit in behind and then launch his run over the top. Race two, number three, Chicago Storm straight out. The other best bet is in the last. It's an each-way race overall. I'm going race nine, number eight, Lord Luca for the Clark and Yardy. One first up. He's been a bit dour since, but he's gradually working back towards another win. And I think each way he runs a big race for us. So race two, number three, Chicago Storm. Race nine, number eight, Lord Luca for Morfordville Parks. Thank you very much, Brett. Let's pick up Hastings. On the outside, uh, Katie goes caught wide here. Full Moon uh, Fever is in the middle and inside of them overdrawn. Then Tokyo Tycoon is back with Lord Wayburner and uh, the last over on the outside there is Solidify. So here it is down the side. Discovery Bay just in front. Rizeki is right there. Burn to shine. Sweet seating and uh, Party Rock in the middle. Wider out then. Uh, going forward here. Coda go. Tokyo Tycoon tracks it up. Wider out. Solidify takes off. Overdrawn back over on the inside from Full Moon Fever as they run the corner. And uh, with those as well, Lord Wayburn, Discovery Bay, goes for home. Rizeki over on the outside, looking to range up, just laying in a little bit. And on the outside, Tokyo Tycoon is starting to release here. And Tokyo Tycoon race to the lead, put him away in a few strides. What a wonderful return. He's just a grand racehorse. He'll win. Second over is Burn to Shine. And third, Rizeki in line with those to go overdrawn was the next full moon fever Lord Wayburn was back with Party Rocking and Discovery Bay so one take out tycoon for Opie Bison defeating Freeburn to shine and a photo for third winner returned two dollars and one twenty the Tiaka horse uh, winning that one pretty comfortably in the end Burn to shine second at two twenty third to come there's correct White Penny Valley on three one seven and four we'll uh, Take a break now and then pick up some outing yard coverage on Central heading into race two at Rose Hill. All clear. Brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. You win some, you lose more. Winter is over and spring racing is heating up across the Sunshine State. Queensland will be racing, pacing and chasing for pink this September with the return of Sky Racing Pink Ribbon Race Week. The Pink Field Week is bigger with great racing and fundraising to be held at the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast and Albion Park Brazen Harness. Each code will host its own Pink Ribbon Race feature, raising vital funds in the fight against breast cancer. Don't miss the action as our industry supports the National Breast Cancer Foundation. For more details, check out racingqueensland.com.au. At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. On races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Doombin, place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab. We're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Experience a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities, Hong Kong, with the Big Sports Breakfast team. Leaving December 5, you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge. Plus, head to Sha Tin for the four Group 1s and the World Turf Championships. And when you're not at the race course, you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax. Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong. Myself, Dave Stanley and Laurie Daly. For more information, go to ambassadortravel.com.au. Let's pick up Greg Radley now on Sky Central before the next at Rose Hill. In different colours, but of the other ones, Montebello, now where was Montebello's charm? I had uh, blue cap Woodsy, white cap Gypsy Romance and maroon cap Stormy Witness, I think. Well, let's go over to um, Wayne Wilkes who brings Chase My Crown back for a highway. He had a few cracks at the highway. You've got to win and she never runs bad in this grade. No, she doesn't. Uh, this preparation, she's always stepped up to it, and uh, I mean, she's probably been unlucky in a few of them. Um, but you know, she's she's honest as the days long. And you went to a stronger race last start, and she ran well again. Yeah. Uh, well, we're just testing the waters there, see where she, what level she was really at. Uh, so we think we'd just come back to the highway and have another go at that. Well placed again. Yes, definitely. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Wayne. Wayne Wilkes down from his base at Taree, and he has chased my. Okay, Corey. You can um, do all the talking here. We had how many to choose from, and we've landed on exactly the same number here. Yeah, I think. I could swap, but no, I'll stick with the same. No, I'm happy to stick. Uh, Ollie's secret just looked outstanding in the yard. I think it'll run well. It'll look rock hard, fit, and good to go. Now I'm with Ollie's secret as well, but I could give Missile Leader a really good push here. Um, haven't seen him before. Was really taken by him, so he was the next best, I guess you could say, Miss, uh, Missile Leader after Ollie's secret. Uh, yeah, I'm 12, 7, 11 and 3. I'm with 12, Miss Thatcher here. Uh, she's very solid in the market here. Uh, the two favourites are, but looking at uh, this flux, both look well fancy, but she puts herself in a winning position here and will be very hard to hold out. Ollie's secret maps well and racing in consistent form. 11, atmospheric rock, just needs things to fall into place, ridden closer and chase my crown. A uh, very genuine highway performer. Give me another crack at it. Missile leader is by far the pick of the yard. To, to my eye, he's a lovely, strong horse with a good skid on him, and uh, just uh, we'll get to see him on on the turf today to see if he can reproduce. But the market says yes, Tim. Twelve, seven, eleven, and three. Yeah. So twelve, seven, eleven, three. The numbers there from Duff. Uh, so he's still got about two minutes to bet. Uh, Missile leaders now three forty. Miss Thatcher's four dollars and five dollars fifty. Atmospheric rock and Ollie's secret. Now Hastings there. It was one three ten. Riziki ran third. It was three ninety a place. Four co digger. Fourth, it was one, three, ten, and four. Uh, Doombin race number two is due to jump in nine minutes. Galifianakis is the $2 fave over Nikau Spur at $3.60. Best bets from Bernie today, Brisbane. Race three, number eight, Ancient Egypt. And race four, number three, Bullfinch. They're about to move forward at Rose Hill. Let's head to Darren now before the running of the Tab Highway. Just at the gate, one minute to the off. Missile leader is favourite. Uh, Simon and a well-supported favourite despite the wide draw. 3.30, now 3.40 is the quote. Miss Thatcher, yeah, she's got the punter's vote today into $4. Ollie Secret, best of the rest at 5.50. And Atmospheric Rock is priced at 5.50. Hadn't raced for seven months. 
ran a really good race at Randwick last week, but backing up in seven days. So we'll see how that plays out for Atmospheric Rock. But the first up run was very encouraging. So they're about to load in Danny Williams, launching a five-pronged attack on the race. Atmospheric Rock, the only one of the runners in the market. Fourth pick. But Missile Leader, who's been racing really well on the home track at Canberra, is the, the favourite and priced at $3.40. It was a pretty cosy class, uh, class one victory on the synthetic last time out. In fact, all form this prep's been on the Acton surface. Putter's giving Miss Thatcher another chance. She moves in, chase my crown getting set. Chase my crown and Miss Thatcher. Um, now with a black cap here, Danny Williams has four in the stable colours. Stormy Witness has the black cap. Now it's just loaded in. Montebello's Charm has the maroon cap. So Montebello's Charm goes forward riderless. Uh, Ollie Secret, keep on going. Keep on going there, about to move in. Uh, possibly so getting set with a barrier blanket on. Woodsy has the blue cap. Keep on going, atmospheric rock to move forward. And Gypsy Romance is the... Other of the Danny Williams runners in those colours and Gypsy Romance has the white coloured cap. Jay Ford on Gypsy Romance, Matty Owen on Woodsy. Been really well backed, uh, the favourite. 350 about Missile Leader with the Acton form. Woodsy goes in. And the line is just about complete now for the highway over 1400 metres. They're off and racing now and uh, keep on going began particularly well with Ollie's secret fast and destroyed. Woodsy being sent forward from the wide gate. They're followed just behind them there settling in fourth position to Stormy Witness in the black cap. The Stableman Atmospheric Rock goes to fifth then came his Thatcher. Jasko Bang is next on the inside of Bay for the back to chase my crown as they race up into the bend Montebello's charm is Deeper out there in the maroon-coloured cap too. For the back to the favourite missile leader. Then Gypsy Romance, possibly so. And Master Awards last of all. 800 metres to go. Wally Secret takes the lead clearly now by two. Two and a half lengths on Woodsy. Followed then tucked away on the inside. Down the side to Stormy Witness. For the back, just keep going from Atmospheric Rock. Then came Miss Thatcher pushing through on the rails. Deeper out Young Bay. Just go bang heads the rest. They come around the turn. And Ollie Secrets off and gone. Zach Lloyd trying to pinch this. Ollie Secret three, four lengths in front, giving chases. Stormy Witness into a clear second, then Miss Thatcher into the clear. Atmospheric rock the outside, but Ollie showing a good kick inside the 200 metres. Ollie Secret two in front, sticking to the task. Stormy Witness now giving chase with Atmospheric rock. Miss Thatcher, Stormy Witness moved up, takes the lead. Stormy Witness ran down Ollie Secret. Atmospheric rock third, followed by Miss Thatcher. Just go bang up the rails and very late on the scene missile leader from chase my crown then montebello's charm master awards gypsy romance possibly so keep on going yumbay and woodsy show me witness well the danny williams gang one of the gang show me witnesses won it at big odds 37 60 and 640 the pout reese jones in the saddle First run back from the break, Stormy Witness has given Ollie Secret a good start. Ollie certainly daring tactics there by Zach Lloyd trying to pinch it. Uh, but the winner was in the slipstream all the way 
around the corner and up the straight. Atmospheric Rock has finished in third. And the judge will need a photo, I'd say, for fourth. Chase Mike Crown and uh, Miss Thatcher on the inside. So stand by for full details. The top three interim numbers, top three, 16, 7, 11, 37, 66, 40, the payout. For the winner, Ollie Secret, 190, Atmospheric Rock, 190. Interim placings on the board now, 16, 7, 11 and 3. Time is 123.19 and a 35.40 the last 600 metres. Four-year-old mare by star witness out of She's Pretentious. She um, she was certainly deep-ended late in the autumn going into the, the Vinery Stud at 200-1, ran accordingly. The Oaks, she was 200-1, ran accordingly. But first up today, a long odds victory to the Danny Williams-trained Stormy Witness taking out the highway. And the answer to this morning's De Bordoli quiz too for Paul Ambrosoli was Stormy Witness, 16. Stormy Witness paying 37.60 and $6.40. 7 Ollie Secret, 190. 11 Atmospheric Rock, $1.90. 3 4 Chase My Crown. Now the margins, three quarters by a long neck. The Quinella was $102, exact to $355.40. Trifecta, $1,161.40. First four, $5,632.20. And the eight sixteen double, $152.60.